This is NRL Boom Rookies. Welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. My name is Dale, and as usual, I'm your host. Alongside with me, he's drinking your mother. It's Matt Bungard. It's a monster. And he's I'll drink dr- your mother. And now. he's drinking your mother. It's Mitch Doyle. Goodness me! Did G'day, everybody. This has gone downhill. This is quickly. Round bonus episodes. Bo- bonus <laughs> episodes. Well, I, look, I apologise in advance for the content that you're yeah. about to hear. Yeah, before we start, let's give ourselves a pat on the back for some old content we were just listening to. Let's oh, just do the a the, the, the AFL episode was so, yeah, possibly if, the no, goat. So if you haven't listened to the podcast for the la- for two years, if you're new to the podcast, congratulations. Yeah. If you haven't listened back that long, yeah, good, good, but good career move. If, you, if you're bored this week and you want to go listen back to an old episode of the podcast, go grab episode 54 from July 5th, 2016. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Just listen to the first three minutes. The first four or five minutes. Could be, could be the greatest podcast content It's our, It's ever. certainly our peak, and it wasn't even about the sport we, we, we cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's good gear. Go back, have a listen. We, we had our uh, Nick Canton and Stitches earlier going back through it. But well, yeah. That's why it came up. So Yeah, this is the uh, well, this is that what we do on Rep Round. We talk about other sports. <laughs> yeah, that came up. We, we discussed that. But I mean, I'm just living the World Cup. You are living moment, the World Cup so right now. You are. It's not a bad... Giant energy drink. It's and not the a fact p- that you were legitimately worried that I would not get up in time to come here for this podcast that starts recording at 7.30 in the, uh, in the evening. Yeah, we were worried about that. We were pretty certain you were. <laughs> to be fair, it's happened before. Not your greatest moment. Well, <laughs> it's not like there wasn't... Yeah, there's history of this. We were just <laughs> picking on you. What, sleeping in to miss... What time, should we, what time should we just let this bike to... Uh, hey, uh, no, I got, up, I got up at 6. We're fine. Congratulations. 6pm? Yes. You did well. Thank you. No, that's good. Well done, I'm proud uh, of you. So, because I've been doing these overnights, uh, a few months ago I committed to going to the food and wine show on Saturday, I, and I didn't have to work Saturday night, so it was fine, so mm-hmm. we went, but peak peak Sydney here, Dale. So, we're about to, we're probably about 10 minutes away from leaving, it's about it's about 5.30, the show closes at 6, we're about to leave anyway, and this security guy comes up to me and goes, oh mate, you're intoxicated, you've got to go. <laughs> and I go, and I go, I'm, I thought he was joking, and I was like, sorry, what? And then, and my girlfriend's with me, and... Um, no, not wear those shoes in public. Sober, he says. Yeah, <laughs> and um, although, fair, to, although fair. to be fair, he would be a man of taste. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I go, I don't understand. Am I slurring my words? Am I stumbling? Am I being loud? He's like, No, no, no. But your breath smells like wine. And then I said, No shit. We're at a wine tasting show. <laughs> what a deal! And then we left Sydney. Well, well, what a city! You left Sydney. Now, so you sound, you smell like food and wine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, the nerve. I've had enough. Of it. Like I had a, a good time. Does this though. sound like a man who's had all he can drink? Um, yeah, had a good time though. Thoroughly yeah. recommend going to anyone listening next mm. year. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Food a lot of wine, food huh? and wine. No, good stuff. Mm. Yeah, hot take. Food and wine. Good. <laughs> there was a place okay. called Cheese Alley. It was magical. Cheese Alley. Okay. That's. Actually, uh, I believe that's Simo's next child's name. Actually. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Named after most of our gear. Let's be honest. Uh, alrighty, just start off on Friday night. Mitch is just click- checking himself out here. Anyway, we start off on Friday night at the inaugural. Uh, women's State of Origin at North Sydney Oval in front of a crowd of over 7,000 people. Congratulations to all those who actually bought tickets and went. Amazing. People buying tickets for women's sport. <laughs> yeah. uh, New South Wales running out winners on the night. Uh, was it 16 points to 10? Uh, yeah, I should probably look at the score and know these things. Yeah. That's kind of how well, this I'm gonna, work. Uh, 
I'm going to call this top three ever events at North Sydney Oval. Yeah, give me, give me your three. Number one, my first beer got spilled on me there. Iconic day, like 1996 or whatever. Mm. I went and saw uh, Jason Taylor. I think, I don't know, one of the games where he was getting close to a record or something. I can't remember exactly. I was six. Was this before, Was this back when they took records seriously? Not like this Cam Smith fella? Yeah. <laughs> uh, got a beer spilled on me there. First, That's the first big thing happened at North Sydney Oval. Second big thing happened at North Sydney Oval was my rep debut. Mm. Nice. And third thing was this. So, well done to the ladies. They're yeah. just below those two things, but that's the biggest thing that happened there, women's origin uh, stuff. Look, uh, we've, we had the Interstate Challenge, which was origin in all bar name last year at Wynn Stadium, and that was fantastic. And a lot of people who have watched these guys and the Rugby League Women, Women's World Cup uh, last year have you know kind of been rabbiting on about how good these players are. I thought that it was actually a really good exhibition game, which is what State of Origin is at the end of the day. Um, and I think that with a little bit of time and a little bit more professionalism, the game is only going to grow and continue to improve. And look, but if that's if that's the kind of standard they're going to throw up already, then you know, long may this continue. Mm. And it's and it is a really good thing leading into the uh, women's NRL coming later in the year. Yeah. Hopefully, we can see a few more of these games because, like, I know that people say that you know women's sport is soft and blah 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 blah. But like these these women were belting the shit is out of each other. Is that ever been the knock? Yeah, it, sometimes think... people aren't will, like players aren't willing to throw themselves in a contest because they don't know how. They don't. They're looking after themselves, etc., etc. These hmm. these women legitimately want. Bryce Cartwright or the women. No, they <laughs> actually made, these guys actually made tackles. Sorry, oh, okay, man. they threw themselves in the. They actually did the government. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but it was it was great to watch. Um, Isabel Kelly two tries for New South Wales got them over the line. Yeah. Uh, Maddie Studden's kicking fantastic. Uh, no Rowan Sims, so we didn't get to see anybody get vaporized. Um, but it was it was good. The only negative for me was not enough people there. Maybe, but yeah, it's good, on, yeah. good on them. And well, that's more than NRL crowds at that. Sorry, it's more than people go to, for a lot of NRL games that have been at that ground in recent years. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more than two manly games this season. I mean, it's yeah, it's a game. It's a growing game. Women's game. There is fundamental things they they all haven't got yet. But you got to remember, a lot of these people like they didn't play league like four or five years ago. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a lot of these girls who've ended up in these sports just like when they went to the sevens or whatever. They're just athletes who ended up playing. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they haven't had avenues yeah. in the past. It's it's the same as the AFLW though. Yeah. In that, like, it's hard to get people interested in the W League and stuff because they don't go to men's soccer either. Yeah, yeah. But they people. Really love yeah. rugby league in Sydney yeah. and in Queensland. Exactly. So. so there's some things like, you know, they can't kick the ball as far, for example, so they don't kick for touch and they can't get down the field as quick. But there's still big hits, there's still moments, still mm. some nice tries and individual plays. And yeah, there's there's some ways to go, but it's, it's a good space. And the origin for itself, the, the rules aren't very tight yet. So it's actually still a bit of a residence game. There was Kiwis playing for either side, but. At the start, how is that any different just, from men's origin? What to say, but at the start, though, it's okay kind yeah. of thing while they're building it up and they'll, they'll, they'll get there in the end. But, um, it was a it was a good contest and it had that origin feel for the fact that it got decided in the last five minutes, you know, and by a good individual play, which is Isabel Kelly's play. Mm. Typical origin, the blues like, pulling it out. And I love um, what's it, uh, O'Mealy at who plays yeah. She's like a modern Mark Riddell. She that rig should not be playing hooker. She, she reminds <laughs> not she reminds me of uh, I can't stop her, mate. She reminds me a lot of good Sandow. Yeah, not <laughs> no. not fighting be, anybody, Sandow. With the, with the the fat of the current Sandow. I would argue. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would argue that the best Sandow is the, the guy fat. fighting people in the streets in that. But it's love has video. You're not wrong. She darts at dummy half, couple of chip kicks and shit, and stuff yeah. just works out for her. I love the, it. And the this. last play, she almost scores on you know one of the last plays that bursts down the right and gets dragged down. Like it's yeah. supposedly she's hanging up at the boots at the end of the year. That would have been such a fantastic. It would have been try to cap off you know her first origin. And I, and I think one thing, if you're one of those people that don't like the modern game with the structure and the men's footy or whatever, you actually probably should go give the woman 
women to go. Yeah. Like, it's not as much structure. It's a bit more open. And mm. again, some of them will say they haven't played this game their entire life, but they haven't been coached into really tight they roles. They've had the so fun, fun coached actually, out of them. It does free flow a bit more yeah. than, than the men's game does. I enjoyed the photo the NRL put up that put the, uh, put baby, the s- baby movers into meltdown. Put the salty... Oh, that was great. Salty people. So, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, um, a player on each team are obviously dating and they kissed on the mouth. They did a smooch. On the mouth. On the mouth. (laughs) Well, no, because you can't just say they kissed because then people don't get the full... I know, I know. um, They did a smooch. And um, most of the Facebook comments... I heard it turned like half of Australia gay. It did. I I hear it. You know what I heard? The young girls. I heard it's going to turn women off sport. All women. All women. They just hate sport. They don't go to sport anymore. And and typically, all the negative comments were, oh, I don't care, but how do we explain this to the kids? Well, they're your fucking kids, mate. You you, you explain it to them. How do you explain it to a bigot's kids where you can't? That's that's always the way, isn't it? They always try to hide the people... The the people... Who the, the, certain, one that, uh, the one that yeah, I loved was behind their children. That's just bullshit. The one so, that I loved how was. How do I explain uh, this to them? I don't like any. I don't like any uh, performances of affection. The only, in well, public. That, no, Shut legitimately, up. that is the only time I will I, be okay with someone having a problem with this photo. Is I, if they're yeah. a person like Mitch who genuinely hates anyone being affectionate to anyone. <laughs> yeah, else. that was my anyone issue else. with it. I also have an issue with the Jack the Bell one for the next day. I have an issue with all of them. Just stop touching each other. If you're consistent and you hate anyone kissing anyone, that's fine. That's sort of that on my feeds. Not. How do I explain two women? To I'm very pro though. They've, yeah. they've made a bit of a, an attitude change over the last couple of years with some of the social media. I'm very yeah. pro that they clap back. Yeah, me when too. They, when it, yeah, oh yeah. So the the top comment was some guy saying exactly what I just said in that mocking tone, and then there was a reply from the NRL that got like five times as many likes, saying uh, "Welcome to 2018. Join us. Hope you can join us soon or <laughs> <Yeah>. something." <laughs> but yeah, no, they'll clap back at some yeah, incorrect media stuff too. Like I, I do enjoy that, and I like they got the bit of a license to do that. And kind someone of stuff. said, "Oh, how would we feel if it was the men?" And I was like, um, "If the full time <laughs> siren went." And it was like <laughs> Wait, Jack, that, yeah. Jack DeBell and kissing, uh, I don't know who, Greg, someone Greg on the Inglis. Queensland team. Greg Greg, yeah, I mean, who would care? <laughs> Probably Greg Inglis' wife, but apart from yeah, that. Yeah, other than that, yeah. And uh, Jack DeBell's fiance. There would be a lot of oh, confusion. Yeah, okay. be well, a lot of confusion. Okay. True, but either way, yeah, it was fine. But mate, sometimes you just got to get around the boys. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it is, it is, to be fair not Jack DeBell's first beard. So. And I, it is... I, I, yeah, it, it, as you said, it, it has been sort of this noticeable shift towards progressiveness in the last couple of Are years. Are you saying that Macklemore is responsible for women kissing in yeah. public? Yeah. Good did, gear. Were there, any, oh, did we, were there any think pieces about this today in the conservative rags? Down? Would I have read them? Probably. Uh, They're a magnet for things that make us angry. <laughs> true. Any think pieces about how origin equals domestic violence? Those are the good That pieces. is shocking, by the way. If, mm. uh, it's not surprising. No, this, well, is a, this is a long... People get beaten no, up. no, no. This is a long... No, but this, dude, this is a long... Um, this is a long, statistically proven thing. It's the same with when England football well, played. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's also like New Year's Eve puts it up 800%. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 because it's not, it's, 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 it's not when it's, it's on, it's, it's when they lose. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but New Year's Eve 800%. Well, it's alcohol and emotion equals yeah. dumb shit. Like, we, we, we just learnt this? It's a, well, it's still, it's still, I think, something that needs so to be we, highlighted. <laughs> we're, gonna bl- we're blaming the blues now. We're not <laughs> blaming anyone. I just think it's interesting. I did. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on before we before this rattles off the yeah, rails. No, Alrighty, Saturday afternoon, the eighth wonder of the world, Campbelltown Stadium, Papua New Guinea, twenty six Fiji, fourteen. Well, you were there. Take us away. Wasn't it this game? But it you was just, a bloody. You just went to one. You didn't go to both. I couldn't get to the first one. Disappointing. But good game. Uh, Fiji honestly surprisingly poor. Uh, I thought PNG were going to win because Fiji were missing all the. I think I said this when yeah. we picked it. Missing all the sims, missing Billy Kikau, missing that kind of catalyst, mm. but. I thought it was a pretty poor game of rugby league yeah, on both too, sides of the field. Like PNG didn't have the usual energy PNG have, 
and a couple of the tries Fiji scored, the, their first scrum play they try they scored a scrum play or scrum play sorry was done at like under fourteen's training pace. It was it was. Tra- it, it was walking rugby It was league. like the first time when you're at, you're at training, you're starting to learn set plays, you're coming up the grades, and your coach is like walking you through them. Yep. It was like that, and they still scored. It was, it wasn't a cracking game for mine, I wouldn't say. And then mm. some of the some of the star players, you know, be it Jared Hayne or the likes, didn't really step up. I mean, Sekiyaro, I thought had a cracker for PNG. He's in good form lately. So yeah, and um, so did uh, Justin Olam played pretty well as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just wasn't. Didn't live up to the, the later fixture, even though it was a blowout. Just didn't have the same feel. And usually PNG bring the noise, and they just didn't. In this game for me, anyway. Uh, the other thing that I was kind of thinking was because a lot of the because PNG have a, a Queensland Cup side now, and they have it for a few years. At least they're getting some form of consistency playing together. And I know that you're well, sprink- you're sprinkling NRL players like Baptiste and Segiaro, etc. In, but like when you've got a core kind of philosophy of a team, and you're just basically sprinkling better players into it, it, it makes it a hell of a lot easier than trying to bring together a ragtag Fiji team well, that's in this it. case. Fiji may have had the four or five best players on the field, but that's why I didn't pick them because they didn't have all their good players, you know? Yeah. And they just didn't, they didn't really go through it physically through the middle. And I just said this game was kind of played just as a snail's pace for me. Mm. No one really, really dominated. I think Kevin Nagama was pretty damn solid and so was Justin Olam. But yeah, just none of the, none of the Kiwi, sorry, PNG, sorry, Fiji forwards really turned up for mine. Uh, Kevin Nagama playing himself in a rep game back into a club jersey, which is a nice <laughs> reversal of fortunes. He's always pretty uh, pretty handy for, for Fiji. Not too bad at fullback there, but never seems to translate to the ball playing when he, um, when he comes Oop. back to the Tigers. Don't forget, just another rep fullback at worst. <laughs> and bloody Kulioate's uh, NRL career ended that night. Well, yeah, it's unfortunate for him, but um, bit of a weird one to go from where he was, you know, five six years ago to, to be in England next year. But like potentially, like years ago, we were talking about this guy's going to score literally five hundred tries. Yeah, like ten million tries or whatever, mm. and then that did not happen. But yeah, off the we all know he's off the conceded five hundred uh, tries. Field, sorry, so. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, if he provided conceded Ed scored, <laughs> he's definitely set a record or something. Would he have a negative PER, Mitch? You're in a negative PER. I'm, as a pro and negative <laughs> PER, uh, p- potentially, yes. <laughs> it depends. Per 80. Per 80. <laughs> like, you know, Over his career. But yeah. Oh, uh, God. Well, we had our first basketball loss of the season last night. Oh, what? Yeah. We'll, we'll get we, onto that. We'll get onto that. We only had five players, mate, and I had to play a full game. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> You're not, <laughs> it's, it's second is not shooting 30 foot. Not sh- shooting oh, 30 foot. I'm, I'm just dreadful. I'm just dreadful. It's going to ruin my three on three summer season now. My lack of confidence in how bad I'm at 505. Oh, we're, the, the, we're going to be targeting you. <laughs> targeting <laughs> me, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, moving along. Samoa, 22. Tonga, 38. In what was legitimately the best rugby league experience I've ever yeah. had. Before we move on, I think Lachlan Moran should come down to my basketball game and then tweet at me all the things I tweeted about him. <laughs> How many bricks get have him, you put up, man? Get him and his friends around and they yeah. get back Mitch at me. Doyle hit a three. I've seen it all. <laughs> it's okay. That's it. I'm going to netball. He says. Yeah. How was your grandfather at basketball, Mitch? Yeah, well, did he play for Australia. Did he, did he build? Did he build the club you he play built, for? He built uh, Karimbah High School. Is that the other reason you're getting a gu- you're getting a game. Yeah. Alrighty, apologies, one and all. Yeah. Alrighty, Samoa twenty two, Tonga thirty eight. As I said, what a fantastic event at Campbelltown Stadium. Um, we, my partner and I, rolled up. We got some free tickets from the council. Thanks, Campbelltown Council. Uh, it's the most Campbelltown sentence I've ever heard. Well, there was anyway. I'm going to digress from going down that road. Um, and. I walked into the ground and I genuinely said to my partner, this is the biggest crowd I've ever seen at this ground. And I meant that both personally, that <laughs> I've ever seen, and that there were more people there than I've ever seen at a Tigers game. And it was probably the... 
I'm saying something racial, then I'm good. Please do. Yeah, please, but, please do. Not. Cleared that I part, I feel like so... it's a terrible bouncer joke. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. The... Thank you for only explaining yeah. the yeah, outline right. of the it's joke right. rather than it's explicitly right. saying it. Uh, but yeah, as I said, it was it was the, probably the loudest loudest rugby league game I've been to, and I've been to two or three grand finals and a few Origins. But it was fantastic. The war dances to start with, the songs to start with. Um, the anthems were fantastic, but before the anthems, uh, all the Samoans sung a hymn before the game, and then they had the Tongans, uh, I think the Tongans sung the anthem first. Obviously, they had the war dances, and it kicked off, and Samoa scored first, and then that was about it for about 50 minutes. It was all Tonga in the first half, and I, I have a hypothesis that Jason Tamalolo could be the greatest rugby league player of all time. <laughs> don't don't back on a, back that off Samoa's performance in this game. No, of yeah. course, but um, but yeah, they, t- Tonga were fantastic in the first half. They were they were playing like Samoa were a pub team. Yeah, genuinely. Um, yeah, sorry, the other way around, wasn't? It? No, that's right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, I wasn't at this pack test, and I'm also declaring my breakup with Frankie right now because of it. That's <laughs> part of his out on the stand. And then the moment we flip the game on, and I see the crowd because I've been to the last like three. Mm. And I saw what it was this year, and it was great last year. And then I saw that, and like, you're kidding me? Why am I not? Seventeen there? and a half. Yeah, but it looked it looked like it was to it the was, brim. But yep. the, the color and getting on their nations are a fantastic thing. But um, but yeah, just right at the gates. You know, I thought it was going to be a game. I was like, you know what? Samoa have turned up. They're going to fire up. They look fire up all day. They fired up for about seven minutes. How wrong you were? It. Yeah. It's funny. I saw um of some videos on NRL.com last week. If you, people can find it, they want to. But the, the Tongans in camp and going through um while the players enjoy it so much. And then the camp is kind of like 15-year-old boys. They just get stupid again and just do all dumb stuff. They don't talk about footy and they just get loose and enjoy their time. But it's kind of the right thing for them. Like, mm. I don't think t- put taking those guys through like a session of setting a real advanced game plan or anything is ever going to work for them. They're just going to run over teams. It's how that, that physical. They haven't yeah. really got the smartest halves in terms of footy or anything run over them. But you're going to see like, those guys love playing for that jersey and playing for each mm. other. And part of that culture is that Christian Wolf's done there is the reason why they've all stayed on. They all love the camp so much, and out in the field, it just shows. And they just way too good in all departments for Samoa. And it's kind of depressing that Samoa haven't gone with them in that, in that regard. But the scoreboard looks okay on Samoa's yeah. end because, you know, Tonga stopped trying. But really, this could have been 60. It could have been, it could have been 50 by halftime, to be perfectly frank. Like, they had a few opportunities where they either got tracked down or there was one that I think went... There was a try, at least one try that went dead. Um, they had a, f- a few kind of attacking raids that were snuffed out, but as you said, it's it is disappointing, and it's not necessarily just because Tonga have necessarily better players or that they play better together, but like Samoa have some decent players. Like the team isn't that bad. They had Leilua, they had Milford, they had you know a, a few relatively. It didn't good help they players, lost Cassiano but... after three minutes because they already missing Junior Paulo as well, so mm. that didn't help. But the team that isn't the largest golf through them, but you're going to see this in terms of just, I don't know if it's the pride in the jersey and everything, but just that team just hits another level in that Tongan jersey currently. And it's going to be great if they play Australia at the end of the year this year, as as the word is that they're going to play Australia. Because they'll give them a real run. Because the Australian team ain't what it was. The the Australian, that, that Australia-Tonga game is, is genuinely the World Cup final we should have had. Ah. Uh, we, we wanted this. We wanted. We wanted yeah. England is, is, were good enough. They deserve yeah. to be there, but yeah. Like, I mean, it'll be interesting when they do clash because, again, it, there is the key playmakers is the big difference again. Mm. But, you know, again, like Australia is going to be possibly Maloney, uh, Cook, Cleary, Tedesco. That's not really, you know, Slater, Cronk, Thurston, Smith. Well, mm. Smith, Cook. 
Sorry. <laughs> but the rest, I get your point. Yeah, but um, just I love this. And international league is just you know this feels like it. It's, things are on the up now. Yeah, we've been waiting for it for a long time. It feels like Tonga are going to be the team that changes it for everybody. Like the, it's getting to the point with Tonga where the, there's people talking about should they become a tier one nation. Yeah, I don't know how people would feel about that, but like based on their performances alone, and obviously you've got kind of dual nationalities and things to take into consideration and obviously the money side of things, but performances alone, there's a fairly good argument to say that they are within the top four countries in the yeah, world. Yeah, I think we should call it for a bit on that just because mm. of the dual national eligibility thing because yeah. it, it kind of benefiting them currently and I don't know if it benefit them if they had to force players to pick between New Zealand or them straight away. Yeah. So and or Australia and, and them, for example, as well, like Joel Fangawe yeah. is, is wants to play for Queensland, but playing them from current for them currently. But you should um, just let them do both. They're not if they become T one, they can't. They're doing it now. No, I'm just both. just change the rules. Just change the rules. Well, then they can just go to New Zealand and then to Australia and then to England when they feel like it. No, just change the rules so they can play for Tonga and say Origin. Oh yeah, you mean that? Yeah, well they can do that still as it is. Yeah. Well, no, but like as in make Tonga a T one nation, but still be like, yeah, you can still play Origin if you want. Hmm. Cares. Interesting. I mean, so they've, they've well, changed, Australia they, cares. They literally changed the whole system for Aku Uate a couple saying, of years you're ago. You're saying who so cares? Just, Australia cares. Because well, Australia. They, should, they need to put... Because Origin is a draw the, card to put them... Well, like, I, I agree with you they should put the interest of the full game, but they never will. You know, they're yeah. not going to put the interest of the whole game against their own national side. No, yeah. fuck them. And also the the biggest money spinner in the sport. Yeah. No, but the, the, well, that's not going to be affected. This is exactly what I'm saying. Like, you want the best players playing Origin, and mm. more good players will play Origin if True. they're allowed to play. No, I would rather. Elevate... I, I'm going the other way with it. I'd rather Origin d- d- fade as the years roll. So would I. So I'd rather. I don't think that's do... going to happen. Yeah, I know they're not, money. but I'd rather internationals mean more than letting Apparently people jump around. Apparently, there was some again. kind of nation state of Origin. You could call the nation, <laughs> the national game, and you, you, can't, you play for a country. You come Some from. nation of your origin. It's an interesting. We could concept. be onto something here, guys. Yeah. Look, somebody write yeah, that. It'll, it'll never catch. Somebody up. write that down. Never right. catch. Let's, let's stop recording. We'll write that down. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, things that. Speaking of things that hopefully we'll catch on, New Zealand eighteen, England several. Yeah, the boys over at uh, Mile High Stadium in Denver. Um, highlight for me. Rugby league's coming home. Gareth Widdop kicking a 400-meter field go- uh, penalty goal. Well, they took more snaps from longer and they missed. But, mm. uh, yeah, 50 meters back to like the uh, the New Zealand kicked it dead and they backed yeah. it penalty goal from the kickoff and they kicked it. It was great. I wonder how many other NRL kickers would have backed themselves in that situation. Asako yeah. can probably kick them from there anyway. Well, yeah. I th- it's been done a few times. Yeah. Like Adam yeah. Reynolds did it against the Broncos two yeah. or three years ago yeah. on the last play of the game. Yeah. And um, that, was a, that was in Queensland, so... High altitude up there, I believe. Oh, I'm sure. Well, it's mm. further up on the map. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe Denver's at the top of the map. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I, think Andrew John- I think Andrew Johnson <laughs> did it once as well. Yeah. Um, More of I that. I think most level. kickers should be able to do that. Benji it, hit that out- field goal from yeah, there. Out- altitude or not, most kickers should be able to do but, uh, that. But yeah, sorry, I was saying practice or kicking from like 60. I think they tried some 70 camp, I was telling me too. But I would have loved to have seen them kick one that was longer than the NFL field goal record just mm. because it's a nice little marketing thing. 64, 64 yards? 64 yards, I think. Yeah. 64 yards. And Tom someone? Yeah, I but know. I think if they... I want to see someone kick a 65-meter penalty goal over there, but oh well. It was... um. This was game Matt, was, was... Or was it Matt Prater who kicked the longest? This was a pretty entertaining game, and I think it, you know the pitch they prepared was, was nice and quick, as you could say. Mm. Immaculate pitch, but the, the game was quick as well. And uh, obviously, the week in New Zealand team, they did start strong... And they got the full Cody Nicaragua bag that, you know, he did the classic Nicaragua, had that really one really good attacking play. And you think, oh, yeah, this guy's got it. 
And then, yeah, it was three minutes goal. later. Yeah, it was Tom Dempsey at 63 yeah, yards yeah. before it was yeah. broken by Matt Prater, 64 yeah. yards. So but uh, I like the, uh, the Wayne Bennett long con. He's still got it. Ruined his club half. <laughs> it's national level. The guy, his club halfback, he just t- tore him apart at international level. It was Look, great. Um, th- further evidence that Wayne is the guy. It is. Oh, mate, he's playing the long con. For the, waiting for the Four Nations and Nick Rainer has to start for New Zealand or something. But obviously, Kiwis were missing the some of the Warriors, you know, missing um, Tuovacha Shek and Sean Johnson and Tohu. But it was, it was a pretty strong start for them. Isaac Luke and Cody started well. And the pack was there early and... But yeah, it was good from England to, to fight their way back in. I did like, like, England fans are kind of off Wayne, but I, I liked that these weird bench use was used and it, and it paid off kind of thing. You got, like, starting Johnny Lomax at six is probably a mistake, but Jake Connor came on and had one of the best international debuts you'll ever see. You know, set up some really nice, some nice tries and scored a fantastic try. And then uh, he brought uh, Johnny Mackinson. Is that his name, Johnny? I might be saying Johnny because he's English. I forget if I was asking I think Mackinson. all English people are called Johnny. Yeah, if you just, if you didn't doubt, you just say, you just say Johnny. That's it. But, um, he came on and they moved um, Thomas Tom Mac, Tommy Mackinson. That's it, Tom Mackinson. The other English name. Yeah, they moved um, John Bateman in from the centres into the middle and put Mackinson uh, on out wide, and that worked quite well. He scored a nice little handy try, and Elliot White had probably the ga- his game of his career in this one as well. It was, it was a pretty entertaining game, and the uh, the Poms ran him down in the end and pretty comfortably. But... I, I would be interested to know what the last event that was held at that stadium was. Surely, like it's a Broncos game, surely. Well, that season yeah. finished in like. I mean, they would have played the last game there, and February? they didn't make the playoffs. So it would have been no, it would have been December because they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, true. So it would have been the last week of December, or maybe the first. So they've been preparing. So what you're saying is they've been preparing this pitch for six months specifically because the this game. Denver MLS team don't play there, do they? No, they play at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Well, there you go. Um, so yeah, maybe, and they wouldn't be. I wouldn't have thought there'd be concerts there because yeah. they've got the Red Rock. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, reports from the ground as well that the crowd was awesome. Like, obviously that was from media, but I asked, asked Campo as well before we recorded, and he said it was fantastic. And mm. I think it's got to do with again Americans have a bit better culture of getting yeah. behind sports, and they tailgated there. And it, it's unfortunate there was a Colorado Rockies game on at the same time. Yeah, so there was twenty five k. There was thirty thousand at the baseball game down the road. Yeah, not not bad. To cop twenty k at this. Yeah. With the Rockies that sucks, on the road. doesn't it? If there would just be no baseball game on, you might but get another But that game probably doesn't people. get 20K anywhere else. No. Mm. Even so, in if you put that game in Sydney, it wouldn't have got it's 20K. Insane. That's what they, fantastic. Weren't they originally talking about playing this at Levi's Stadium at San Francisco? Or was that uh, it was definitely always mooted at was some next point? Year, Maybe know. next year. But it's um, a good they're, idea. They're fighting against it next year. Clubs might get their way and it might not happen, but um, it's just good to see this happen and we keep growing that way. And like as, as Wayne Bennett said after the game, like, Rugby league needs to stop being embarrassed with itself and, and it needs to start I growing. I, I they should do more of these at the end of the year as well. That way mm. clubs don't they really should. won't have much, well, as much cu- of a problem. Two years ago, Wayne tried to take the Broncos to Hawaii and they blocked it because it was the international it was a, window, but yeah. they weren't playing internationals either. And, and <laughs> that was, that was going to be at Aloha Stadium, which is a turf pitch, and I remember them being like, oh, the players are going to yeah. get hurt. But like, hopefully, The players are going to get hurt anyway, mate. I mean, uh, and I, I think the players who play this as well, the players want to play, they get yeah. it too. You've got to remember, to be, like, to be an, uh, an English guy who grew up as a league guy, you play the sport, say like a James Graham. Those guys probably love the game more than anyone, any one of us here do, right? Because they were, they were that... What sports They were playing like? the other sports. The other, yeah. One of the yeah. other sports, you know? So those guys are really passionate about it, and they're really passionate about the growth of it, and they've probably been fighting for the sport their whole life. So mm. they, they want to do this shit, these guys. So yeah. hopefully it keeps happening and... And playing, we'll playing games... That, <clears throat> excuse me. Playing games in the States makes perfect sense, especially during the middle of the season, because it's, it's halfway... What's the other option? Play games in Dubai. Nobody yeah. really wants that. Yeah. And you've got well, a heap of stadiums over there that are available at this time of year. The World Cup's going there. Yeah. The World Cup's going there. And, you say, and the, yeah, it's this time of year, there's nothing on right now. There's the, the, uh, the MLB. Baseball mid-season. That's it. No one gives a shit. Yeah. And it, that's, uh, it. that's it. There's 
<clears throat> and Major that. League Soccer have their own stadiums to play that's at, it. so they don't need to be playing at enough yeah. NFL grounds. That's it, exactly right. And um, it's just a good opportunity for growth in that regard, right? Yeah. And one people thing that people got to get over it. It's rugby, okay? I get we call it league here. Just deal with it. It's league in Australia only. You go yeah. to the North of England, rugby means rugby league. Mm. Okay, you got you got to like I don't understand people get mad at it. It's not like when you see ice hockey and field hockey, right? In the name, the sport is in the name. Ice is in the name. Mm. League means nothing to somebody. Yeah. Union means nothing to somebody else. Yeah. Get over it. People are going to think look, it is the I same mean, sport in the it, end. It's just two versions of the same sport. I'm trying to make my peace with it, Mitchell, but it's very difficult. In, in no, France, they why just aren't call we trying to take the name rugby back? Yeah, fuck, fuck Union. They That's just they just call it what? rugby with thirteen and rugby with fifteen. That in should France. be Union now. We, yeah. Rugby league's bigger here. That should be Union. This should be rugby league or yeah. rugby. Mm. Fuck it. We'll just take the fucking name back. Hey, how many professional rugby union sporting franchises are yeah. there in North America? None. Yeah, oh, like, there you go. Mm, yeah, mm. Like I'm a big Brooklyn get, Kings fan. Get over it. Like mm. you try and explain. I don't know people get mad, but you try and explain that there's two versions of the same sport to an American. Yeah. Because I work at a sports company and I try to do it, and they don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Like you try. What do you mean? There's a Canadian type of football. Yeah. It's just like what is a rouge? Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly the best comparison you could come up with yeah. to try and get them to understand. They it, can all but... move forward on the line at once. Yeah. What a strange sport. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. We just need to make up. Get over it. Get, just get over it. And mm. if the people say, they think they're saying the All Blacks, who cares? Who cares if people think they're saying the All Blacks and they're not saying the All Blacks? They don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> the story about the right? story about Annette having the bl- the tourists come over and try and pick Such out an All Blacks story. jersey and she sh- yeah. gives in the Warriors kit. That's great. Yeah. Good stuff. Like, exactly right. Like, who cares? Yeah. If they said it's the All Blacks. Is that what they know rugby is? I don't care. Everyone's the All Blacks. Yeah, the Broncos are coming. They call me All Blacks sometimes as well. They're, they're the All Blacks. Everyone's the All Blacks. <laughs> come just buy tickets. <laughs> A lot of very confused Irish people yeah. in, in and the US. Uh, all of us here know that if, if league and union go over there and they get a, a fair whack, a fair compete, competition, Americans are like league more. Yeah. It translates better from watching NFL than union does. Yeah. It still has the stru- six tackles it's to faster. four downs. It's faster. To ha- but it has the whole thing that they go forward, they get tackled, it restructures, kind of yeah. like NFL does as well. It can translate better to, if you're an NFL fan. And I mean, fan. and rugby league and rugby union, obviously you've got like the, the, the evolutions of the game are slightly different, but yeah. like... American football was born out of rugby union being too boring. <laughs> and that's effectively like the changes that are now in rugby same, league same are fairly goes. similar kind mm. of things. As you say, structure, yeah. union is too flowing. Americans can't keep up with that rugby, shit. And if you've got to call it rugby, that's okay. And you know what? I, I, hope, and I hope Peter Fitzsimons is rolling in his bandana. <laughs> <laughs> that we're calling this. That I imagine he has a, an enormous bandana like hammock. Yeah. It's a triangular hammock that he rolls in. It's one thing that he, have, he has left is trying to be, have the pride in that Union has better internationals. And if we take that, <laughs> like, what have they got? Mm, nothing. Alrighty. Do we want to move on to the main event? Yes, the we big do. Dance. Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty. State of Origin, Game 2. Uh, New South Wales, 18. Queensland, look, 14 at the Olympic Stadium. As a long-suffering Blues fan, I deserve this <laughs> success. Um, Queensland... Quite we did good. It, Dale. New we South did Wales, it. slightly better. <laughs> you did it. There's yeah. been, been a long battle for you, buddy. Hey, uh, under- it's been like three weeks. <laughs> me, as a, me, me as a Blues fan, undefeated. Yeah. Never lost. Congratulations, Bunga, Thank on you your very first much. Origin win. Thank you. Of caring? Yeah, caring. Mm. What, a, what a great time to care. Um, how do you care? How, how does it feel to care? I didn't really care. So. No. Did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was great. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, as I said, New South Wales 18, Queensland 14. Uh, what was what was your biggest moment, Mitch? Give me your biggest moment to start with. Um, there's so many bad moments <laughs> from Queensland's decision making thing. Oh, but, I, just, um, I just wanted to set you up a little bit. Okay, I'll give you the biggest moment. I think there's all those Ben Hunt screw ups, right? But I think the biggest mistake they made 
was bringing Kalen Pong on when they did and where he played. Mm. And he was fantastic, right? I agree. What he was asked to do, he was sensational. Mm. But what was really working for Queensland in the first 25 minutes was playing through the forwards and then giving Billy the ball out back and Billy was attacking the edges without, with, the, with the decent edge players, right? Going wide, carving up their edges, using that advantage. And the, and the backs were doing it early. And that was working. It was going great. And I understand how the Ponga plan, but if, you, if you're the coach, you should be saying, geez, that's going really well. Let's keep doing what we're doing now. And mm-hmm. Then they brought Ponga on. He played the middle. They killed the middle a little. And they put Slater into first receiver. And whilst he did okay at that, he did a, he's, a, he's decent at that too. It completely changed what was working for Queensland. Yeah, it's like then the ball never got wide early. The rest of the, the bloody game, they were killing it the first fifteen minutes because Slater was popping up on both sides and getting, and the, ball getting the ball early, early and often out wide on both sides, yeah. and then that stopped happening. It's that, it stopped happening, and you know the early tries you've got the, the first ten minutes, no try, mostly down the left, but down the right as well. The first ten minutes well, they were killing them down the Queensland left, Blues right. Exactly right. Like and they got that Gagai no try going going wide. Mm. They've got the, the Holmes in you know, acres of space scored his try. Like that, and uh, the the other try chambers setting up uh, Gaga again down the right hand side, lots of space. But once Slater stopped being there, they didn't see early ball the rest of the entire game because the two halves there are two ball runners. And Hunt, we know he's off his game, but he's never in his entire career been about giving early ball to his center. I mean, with Broncos fans, everyone knows James Roberts got no ball for two years with him there, right? So he had this matchup that, yes, Chambers had a pretty poor game, but any time he got the ball in his hands, he was outside Luttrell. And, you know, the two or three times he actually got decent early ball, we scored twice and had one disallowed. Yeah. But we couldn't do anything, any advantage of that matchup at all because of it. And, yeah, while Ponga was great in what he did, he did a fantastic job and stood up. It just changed the complete dynamic that was working for them. And meanwhile, the other side of the ball, Freddie adapted and he did things like, he, you know what, he gave up on playing the props. He just played DeBell and Frizzell played three stints. Kept using those kind of guys. Like, he's like, whatever, this is how this game's yeah, going. Matt Pryor played about 20 minutes. He's like, oh, well, mm. they're playing, they're playing Kalen Pong in the middle. I don't have to play big guys. I'll, I'll keep the mind, my intensity yeah. and speed up. I'll bring my defense. And he did that. And he turned it up on Queensland. And DeBell and forcing a mistake, a high energy later in the game, is what won the Blues the game. Mm. And the, as, you, as you say, I mean, Pong are not necessarily completely at fault. But there was one thing that I noticed right at the start of the game, as you say, getting killed out on the edge. And that also came from the fact that the Blues couldn't get the ball out of their end. And they just, they just couldn't yeah. make metres. Yeah, and that's it. And they had, again, Maguire didn't have a great game cutting the ball, but he's a madman in origin with his line speed. And he was killing them. Yeah. And he went off at the 50th minute and didn't come back on. Mm. Mm. Didn't play your best forward of the last two years when it mattered. And ran a middle at one point of, of a, for a long period there that was Hess, Ponga, and Arrow. And Arrow was really good when he came on. Mm. But it's just like, how have you had... Two full games, and you've never once figured out to have Maguire, Arrow, and Papali on the field together. It's just you haven't figured that out as the and, Queensland and coach. Pong and how he never had to defend in the line? And he was fine. In he stood up. He, he was, was fine. fine. He but got like is, that's surely not your first he choice. He also made a costly mistake before the Ben Hunt uh, penalty tries that trying to bring line speed. He was about four meters offside yeah. and gave Blues a new set, yeah. and that's because he doesn't defend there. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he was there the whole game. But him being Queensland's most used middle forward is just wrong. He played yeah. fifty-five, and that's this is just wrong. You know, and then it comes to the later in the game, we're trying to chase the game. We've taken off what was working. You've taken off all the forwards, and now Pong is gassed. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And he did. He did make that break right at the end. He did. And I, I would say great tackle, but well, by both of them. But, yeah. But I, I would say if he's relatively pace. fresh, yeah. he he scores. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, but yeah, like the and he finished until the seventieth minute. Kevin used five subs. 
So he brought Papali back on with two minutes left. That doesn't count, really. Didn't bring back on uh, Wall- uh, Maguire. Didn't bring back on Wallace. Only brought back on Napa. It's like, mate, what's going on? This is how fast this game's been. You're not freshening anything up. I don't know. It's just, and there's just so many poorly co- Matt coaches. I mean, you can, then- you can coast for so many years being the Queensland coach in the past, just knowing that you've got the best players and that they'll just win you the game. But yeah. I think this is the first year the Queensland... In, the first year in probably a decade that the Queensland coach has actually had to coach. Yeah. And he... And, yeah, not yeah. not great. Yeah, and well, yeah, that's it. And then you, you come and then on the field there as well. There's not a lot of footy now. So I think I mentioned before the series start, they lost. You know, Cam, JT, uh, Coop. Uh, we all know this. They lost all that footy smarts, and they lost Seabold as well. Footy smarts, and then when the game was tight, they just weren't making the right decisions. You know, the early kicks that kept happening, and then nobody was putting this, their their hand on the neck of the team and saying, "Calm, they're fucked down. Mm. We'll win this if we can't. We're only down." You know, you're down four points with 15 to go with all the ball, yep. and you kept giving it back. And then you have a player go off. Yeah. And then you're up a player with all the ball for yeah. 10 minutes. I thought both cor- correct call, both of those. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I <clears throat> I said this on Twitter, but I love that interpretation of the penalty try. Yeah, I, I wrote this in... I was doing the blog for the game, and I wrote this in because... But I don't understand... We've talked about this before, but we're going to talk about it again. 100%. Um... Where did that come from? Why does every, why why is it always some? It was Wally Lewis this time, but why is there always never some know. talking head never that regurgitates that nonsense that's not in the rule book? The rule book doesn't say anything about definitely would have scored a try or a hundred percent would have scored a try. The word for word, off the top of my head, rule book mm. says if a try would have been scored. Yeah. And if you oh, watch that yeah. passage of play, Boyd Cordner one, yeah, try would yeah. have been scored. No, yeah. Billy Slater the wasn't there. The ball popped up. It wasn't there even was, a hard bounce. The ball anything. sat up. Billy Slater wasn't there. Cordner, what, like Cordner, if any, like anyone with a brain would have gone, yeah, that guy. You don't have to be a rugby league fan. If you He's asked, a, if guy. you asked a man on the street, which one of these people is going to get to that ball first? That guy in the maroon jersey or the guy in the blue jersey? Everyone would be like, well, the guy in the blue jersey, unless he yeah. falls over. Uh, and uh, then on the on the on the one where Roberts mm. got sin binned, I think um, Tom Trebovic would have got oh, to the ball first. Oh, because Trebovic cleared it up. Well, those yeah. are completely different. Yeah. Someone's there. That's Both complete, and that's because someone's like, oh, why is not that a penalty try? So that, because a try wouldn't have been scored. And uh, yeah. Tom Trebovic would have got to that ball. As you say, They're the interpretation the of the rule. The ref afterwards, Inglis went and, you know, he, he had every right to ask the question. Yeah, of course. And the ref just said to him, mate, there was no one within Kui. And, and there wasn't. And that was perfectly correct. I can't, and then Wally Lewis is, oh, you can't be sure. And then Peter Sterling, quite rightly, who is, again, just head and shoulders above every other person on the channel line commentary team every time he's on there. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, you can never be 100% sure someone's going to score until they score. And I'm like, yes, yeah, thank exactly you, Sterlo, because that's exactly correct. Mm-hmm. We've seen, bomb we've seen Trent trot. Barrett, Jason Bugarelli, we've seen these guys in big games drop the Quiller, ball. Run 100 meters intercept and drop the ball. Yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. this happen before. Mm. Um, I, I remember Nigel Vungenar going through the line and then doing a massive dive under the post <laughs> and dropping the ball. He forward... Did he forward roll and lose the ball going forward? That was Robbie O'Davis, Robbie O'Davis. in the sevens yep. against uh, against Fe- Newcastle against Fiji, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, again, he's, he's literally under the post with the ball in his hands. He didn't score. But you never so, know. Exactly. Oh, you exactly. can't be 100% sure. Well, 100%. if that's the case, then a penalty would never and, be given. And that 10-minute period on the Queensland behalf was a failure by everybody who was on the pitch. Everybody. I understand there's supposed to be key guys standing up and everything, but that ball should not have gone past the right upright the entire time. The only time we should have gone past the right upright is if that right left edge of New South Wales had three or four players defending there. Yeah. That's it. And they didn't... like. If you watch smart players, go watch the Storm or someone similar. When they've pounded a weak edge, they just keep going there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll go play the ball, go there, and they'll come back. And all, they'll go shocked. to the middle. They'll go to maybe the post and then come back again. And you keep doing that. Because and you do that. You watch the first 10 minutes of that game, and I was like, well, they're just going to run at Mitchell and Tavoyevich all night. 
and then they just didn't no, anymore. Well, and then yeah, Roberts was off the field, and it's like, minutes, well, then they should go this way, and they just they didn't. didn't. They went the other way, and what happened? They went the other Very way. Strange. Well, Hunt kicked it away once. Chambers kicked away another time. Chambers, uh, yeah, Chambers. I don't understand. You, you, I just, to me, it's mind-boggling. The first 15 minutes, they just early early shifts so often it was working, and then they just didn't do it for the rest of the game. Yeah, I don't understand. It. Billy Slater's ready to take that entire game over if he stayed in the yep. role he was, he was originally. He was it, on it, fire. first 20 minutes, he was... Unbelievable, and then he, as you said, Ponga came on and he went into his shell a little bit, and that's well, no one's fault. It's a complete different role, exactly. Like, um, yeah, and that probably cost again and poor coaching. Probably cost it is. And this game. When you've so. got, and that's the thing. Well, I, before the series, I said I wanted Michael Morgan at seven still, even though he's out now. But yeah. my thing was, you've got two guys there in Hunt and Munster who just don't put their name on anything. No, and Munster's been good in the first half of both two Origin games, but the first half is half the fucking game. The games yeah. aren't won there, and in this game, neither of them. And McCulloch's part of this too. Went, let's go that way. Let's yeah. keep going that way. And Hunt should have been saying, don't come my way. And Munch should have been screaming for the ball when Jimmy was off. And that should have been the entire thing. And the dumb things they were doing, like kicking on third tackle in that situation. Yeah, I get well, the, the fullback's not there. And Chambers doing that grubber. Yeah, but was, I get the fullback's awful. not there on third tackle. But they've got 12 mates not there on fifth either. <laughs> like, yeah. would, you, would you have taken Michael Morgan in this game with his injury? <laughs> no. Okay. Don't need a jaw to kick. That's a, that's a fair point. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, um, yeah, look, they... The, you look around, you break it down. I thought the Queensland outside backs far outplayed the New South They were Wales the ones. best unit on the field by um, distance, and they, the and Queensland should have won the game simply from And them. they just stopped getting the ball. And I, I don't think Queensland were bad in the middle as well. They did quite a good job of keeping yeah. it tight and not letting Damien Cook get, not let he, Damien Cook get on the roll. He only really made about three runs. He only made runs. a couple of runs. Yeah. Yeah. They, to me, Queensland were better in, in, in basically all three thirds, and yet they lost because yeah, they of were, some bad decision-making. Well, that's it. They made, they made more metres. They had more territory. They they had more line breaks. They you know that they, they everything you think they'd win a game, but then where it came down to it, you know, the Blues scored some tries because their half had a crack. You know, Jimmy only you just fed Ado Carl and gave him the opportunity kind of thing. It was a great pass. Other than, terrible defending by Gagai. Other in the field, the play died at Ben Hunt most of the time, or he did something stupid. Yeah, he he did not play well. Like he he had a performance that his name was Mitchell Pierce. He'd be hanging in the streets right now. He'd be hanging outside Anzac Parade if his if his name was Mitchell mm. Pierce. He was disgraceful, and I don't know why. People are like, trying to defend him already, mate. He's 200 games in, 28, he's 28 years old. Yeah. You don't get patience. Kevy's thought he should be patient. He's like, mate, why? What's, what, what, what did you see in those two games that said that guy should be in that arena again? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Because even when he kicked early, like, like Ben Hunt early kicks so it with PTSD, but he kicked early in the game as well on third tackle, which is one of those things on paper in rugby league, it sounds great. If you can kick, it is great. But he kicked it to Tedesco on the chest, 30 metres from his own line. If you kick on the third tackle... You have and to find space. You have to, they have to be starting the ball on their, on their own 20. Yep. They can't be starting on 35, 40 metres out from their line. But and you're supposed to kick to the sides because the fullbacks are always there. The wingers yeah. aren't there. That's kick it. I don't yeah. know. It's strange. And then if he doesn't run the ball again, set at game one, he's not, he's not a top-level half. And he ran the ball five times in this game, but he probably only took the line on really one There time. was one good run he made on that right edge. And he gave to Felice and Felice yeah. turned it over. Um, yeah. And that was it. Um, and, and other things that are just stupid as well is that another period they were down 20 minutes to go penalty in front of the sticks they're down 8 just maybe take the, take the 2 maybe just take the 2 mm. I mean just take the 2 yeah, I don't know. yeah Val missed the later conversion anyway but you take that 2 and then if you score a try well you've equalised you've got to take the 2 at some point yeah you've got to score you've got to score twice at some point you know because then at the end yeah. of the game also the pressure's on the Blues that when you're if you're only down 2 points they can't give penalties away and they're just, they're just not a smart team currently. Mm. That's it. And um, I should have pressed it earlier, but let's just do it anyway. Oh, Ben Hunt has sunken with disappointment. When 
the pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Go on, come home. Yeah. Rugby, like a dance, come home. Rug- oh, rugby league is coming home. Full yeah, circle. Mm. The yeah. OG. Poor old Benny. The Hunt. worst mm. halfback performer to the big game at ANZ since the worst halfback performer to the big game <laughs> at ANZ by this man. But the crowd of this drop, kick it like a hunt maybe next week. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it was really like, he must have heard the rumblings that there were some people coming for his crown and he really... He just yeah, want, he yeah. wanted it bad, you know? Yeah. Sometimes in a game like this, you got to want it. He was and like, he fuck wanted you, to Keegan, get this award. Grave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 King, the, the king is. stays the king. <laughs> yeah, he just, I'm um, back. Not a big game half, and when you when you have the pair, the people alongside you, and McCulloch and Munster, you yeah. probably need to be a different. Dale, player are you excited role. for the Rabbitohs Dragons Prelim Rooney Final when Ben Hunt shoots the better day in Z State? Because <laughs> I am. It'd probably be well, played. It, probably be played at more park. Remember at round eight, Dale were discussing what could derail the Dragon season, yeah. and we said Ben Hunt being bad. In it'll origin. be it'll be Ben Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> confidence I, could be ag- shot. Ag- this again. made me happy. The, really, the only team I'm worried about now is Penrith. Penrith I'm not scared of anybody. There else. you go. Um, anyway, let's let's give the Blues some raps now. We've gone through shitting on Queensland, and yep. I, even though I'm a Queensland fan, I'm not going to try and get down this without giving Blues yeah, yeah, what they deserve. Sure. But Boyd Cordner, I thought was really good. I thought Maloney was the best player on the field for, for, games. for Bo- New South Wales. Boyd Cordner's head um, injury. Well, I don't think. Man, yeah. shout out to Alfie Langer. Just first of all, oh yeah, good, yeah. good, good work. The Blues in this game, it was like the states had switched roles. The Blues weren't actually better than Queensland no. in this game, but they won in moments. I, they defended solidly. I didn't think anyone particularly stood out. I just thought everyone yeah. was quiet. I thought, uh, James Roberts had a bit of a shaky game, and yeah. a couple of the other, and you know, Mitchell and Tobojevic was a, pretty average. Made a couple of misreads, but they also made up for it with some nice yeah. moments. I think Tur- Turbo and kick defense Mitchell with that try. Probably didn't really do anything wrong. He just well, that was going to be my point. Well, like, getting, well, they were getting murdered when he was in the middle at the start. Yeah. They were getting mm. murdered. Um, but yeah, I thought the Maloney again was, was the best half on the field, and like he took that gamble feeding Alakar early with a with long ball like that. But you know, it Great paid pass. off, and he had the balls. And one thing, the big difference between him and these other halves is that he just feeds the outside men early. Mm. That's it, you know. You got to back the players. Like that's that's their what that's what they're there to do. That's what Adakar and, and right, Turbo on the other side are there to do. Like you just got to feed them. The troll took a lot away from the Blues in this game, right? But they backed him and bang, he scored a try close mm. to the line. Tedesco came a dummy half. God knows how not one single Queensland player realized Tedesco's come a dummy half. They're going blind because he didn't look the other side the entire time. <laughs> anyway. He went blind. As you said, not the smart. took advantage of that. That's it. And he got a bath the other side of the football when they actually fed the ball around him. You know, yeah. Queensland scored two tries that one just allowed around him. And he had done penalties. Another great battle between him and Chambers. Yeah, and that really silly mistake that cost him a try, catching at seven tackles set and then turning Keep it trying over to the first give it to tackle. Man, straight off. Is that one thing worse than giving up a seven tackle set in origin is giving it back. <laughs> straight <laughs> away. Did, which he off did. the zero tackle. But um, he, he took his moment there well. and. Yeah. Even though him and Adokar are shaky, defensively shaky, they kind of work well together because they feed off each other's energy. They're kind of little nuts and they, they're both pretty G'd up. So they have moments mm. where they both did things on the other side of the ball that made up for it. And I think that's something Freddie spoke about. Like He went into what, the Kangaroos camp or whatever during the World Cup and was saying to all the guys that your jobs aren't safe and we're, we're not picking a team. We're, that's it. We're picking a team that's going to score points. Whatever, and that's yeah. what they did. And you know, Queensland weren't good enough to score them, but the Blues, when the few times they got down the Queensland, then they put points on the board, and that's mm. what that's made the difference. Yeah, they spoke about that before this, before the series when the when the team was announced, the New South Wales team. Yeah, and everybody mentioned how fast the team played, and I don't think they were allowed that same speed in this game because Queensland kind of nullified, as we said, Cook only really got three runs. But as you say. If you go into them and you go, we're going to pick a team that's going to score points, that's going to play fast, then it, a lot of the time they're going to succeed. Yeah, they got good ball like none of the game, but when they got there and they scored. I'm just really glad this went the way it did for the Blues. Not so much because I care who wins or loses, but just because I do care when you hear this tired, 
old guy take that you don't pick players on form. You pick the guys yeah. who've been there before. Yeah. No, they picked a whole new team basically yeah, on they form, and yeah. they won the game in two, and they won the series in two games. And, and prior coming in, like we we discussed his inclusion last week, was and it, we, that we was kind a of bamboozled one. because he wasn't necessarily the best but form player. Wasn't losing the game though, but no, exactly yeah. he they did took a job. Field. Yeah, kind of. I, I mean, I can't help but feel Ryan James would have done more, but it doesn't matter. They won, and, mm. and Freddie did the right things again. He just played the play like. Jake Turbo JDB, they both played sixty. Who Turbo, yeah, Turbo came on back? and basically just played that's the whole it. game. Same thing he did last week. Like yeah. that's it. Who cares if they're both thirteens or whatever? Just play, play the, the your best players, the best middles. Play the entire game as yep. much as they can. Yeah, that's it. Just um, a, a system that they've changed a lot in one year, and that they and, and it's worked for them. And they were nervous in this game. It was obviously they were nervous. Yeah, but if, I think I think game three they're going to put a score on. That was one thing that was mentioned in the telecast was game two. Generally speaking, is. It's a very strange game to play in, but someone was mentioning that. It might have been Andrew Ryan, actually, um, talking about that, saying, nobody knows whether this is a decider, mm. so you don't know how to go out and play it. You, you're playing, you've got to be tentative, and you've got to be a little bit cagey, but you also know that if you win this game, New South Wales in this case, if they win this game, the, ser- the series is over. When was the last Blues sweep? Uh, Freddie was captain. Wasn't it 2000? And... It was 2000. The year 2000? No, 2003. Was 2003. It? Okay. The uh, grenade, oh, was it for the grenade year. Okay, cool. great, long great time, year. long time great coming. Year. Back uh, when grenades were p- not politically correct. Yeah, I'm, as a Queensland fan, I want them to run the exact same team out and them to get what they deserve, and mm. that's thirty put on them. Mm. So I feel like the Blues, like they won this game and they did well. They did well to come back in both games. Not very often, often the Blues come back, but they were nervy and they weren't really on top, or whatever. But I feel like now the shackles will be off. They'll be confident and they have attained the rack points. So I think game three. Yeah, this team with on. absolutely no pressure on them is probably going to... Quick, quick pitch at Lang Park. Because it's not like the Queensland dead rubbers and they didn't give a shit about them because mm. they just kept winning series. It's like the Blues, this is it. You've won one series in the last 12 years now too. And dead rubbers, have, dead rubbers have given us some good moments in the past. It was a uh, dead rubber when um, Ben Cray backpedaled, right? Could have been. Uh, I think so. Yes. I With think the, so. And then Kirk Gilly caught that bomb. Still the bravest thing anyone's ever done on a rugby league field. The bravest thing he's ever, he's ever done, that's for I sure. Feel, don't you disrespect Kirk <laughs> Only I may do that. Um, I feel like that was a dead rubber. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Rugby league, what a sport. Mm. Think, I think 2000 might be the last, my last uh, whitewash Dale, so for the Blues. Mm. Yeah, you're right there. God, 56 to 16 in the final. I remember that. Didn't Ryan Gerdler take like 80 points? A million points, he, yeah. He's got 42 points. points. He's, he, he scored three tries and kicked 10 goals. That's a lot of points. 42 points. 32. <laughs> Correct, 32. Al, 42. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good to see what Origin freshened up. Obviously, yeah. it can be frustrating as a Queensland fan to have such a dumb team all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know where, how they got so stupid, but they are. And, uh, I mean, it's it's nice to win, but I can't believe there's Blues fans carrying on like they just like the club team won a grand final. Yeah. One thing Relax, I'll say, fam. obviously I'm talking about it passionately now and I want to talk about the game, but the loss didn't hurt like a Broncos loss. I don't know if that's because I've won, we've won so many or because I didn't expect Queensland to win, but I was fine after the game and I was fine the next morning, whereas a Broncos loss, I'm inside, I'm steaming. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like three I, days. I've never... Look, to me, it's always struck me that like... Your more casual rugby league fans are the guys who get really into Origin. Yeah, the ones who don't watch their NRL team week in week out. Because mm. yeah. like, if you really love rugby league, there's no logical reason to care about. And you recognise, I think that State you, you recognise this is an exhibition. Correct. Well, I, also, yeah, I, I, 
for me, what I like Origin, I like when players get the their, what they deserve to get picked. I like big moments happening, all that yep. kind of stuff, and cool stories coming out. That's like when again when the Blues get picked, I'll still talk about the Blues. Well, that's side a large part of the I reason like why I don't care because yeah. I spent so many years just watching the same undeserving retreads get yeah. chucked up for the Blues and nothing changed. It's mm. like, well, how? Why would anyone care about this? Yeah, and Queensland did the undeserving one. They did the same thing. They did they did they did the opposite of the Blues. The teams flip roles, and we even had JT, a former halfback, ripping the side on 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 air after the game after the game too, just like Joey last year. Mm. But yeah, they stuck with Cohen Hess and Gavin Cooper and, and whatnot, and yeah, yeah, they got what they deserved. I feel like mm. our origin recap has been much fresher this time because the game was forty eight hours ago, rather than like yeah, um, like a week ago. Exactly, which is what normally we're, we're happens more for into us. it. We haven't heard all the takes yet, and also it's the series, and we haven't had a full round of NRL since. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of full rounds of NRL, oh, do we want to talk done? about next week? No. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll What's just pick the games. Rugby league, there's, it's back. there's a there's a little bit to talk about, but we'll we'll leave that for later. Yep. Alrighty, give me your tips. Dragons. Dragons, Eels at Wollongong Stadium Thursday night. Dragons, Dragons. good correct answer. Thank you. Uh, Friday night at Mount Smart Stadium. So you New Zealand versus... what I wanted on that one, hey? Uh, we know. Cronulla Sutherland versus New Zealand in New Zealand. No, well, I was going to pick the Eels. Were you? Sorry to hear that. Okay. Uh, no, I wasn't. They actually, they <laughs> named... Uh, well, they have so many people backing up, and it's on the Thursday, but they named all of them by, like, by Frizzell. Mm. So I was like, if, I thought they might have gone a half cock team. Was no, it's almost the whole week though, so everyone should be backing. Was Frizzell injured? Like you played last uh, week? No, but, but Matt, mm. was he? I don't think so. No. But, um, yeah, just give him a week off. Have fun. Well, I thought they were going to give him give him a week off. Are uh, the Warriors uh, for me for that next game? All so right. the Warriors are possibly resting some players. They weren't named in the in the starting seventeen. They were named in the in the. Is Sean Johnson playing? Uh, Sean Johnson's in there, but they've named Carl Lawton instead of. Um, Instead of Ooh, Isaac Luke, might change they've got team. Anthony Gelling in the centres. Mm. Uh, they've got Mannering starting at lock. No Adam Blair. Like mo- all the guys who travelled aren't named. Are oh. uh, there any? Might change my tip then. Um, it's sharks. And you've got Aaron Woods at the sharks, but I'm going. Wait, what? Yeah, hang on. You, oh, you've you've only just woken up. We'll talk <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> wait, 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 what the fuck? From 2016. Hang on, we'll get to that later. No, no that what? happened. That happened. It happened today. Yep. Like he, like Luke- he currently plays for the sharks. What? <laughs> what the fuck? When did this happen? Happened, happened this afternoon. It was, it was announced. Yeah, it was this great. great. Live reactions. <laughs> Breaking Go, news. Get out today's newspaper, Dale. <laughs> this isn't a hostage video. Yeah. Right? Jesus Christ. Alrighty. Uh, uh, but so, yeah, I'm picking the Warriors. How much money are they? How much of these contracts? Uh, I are think they they're taking six fifty or something or seven hundred k odd. Fuck. That's a lot of dollars. But we're going to talk about that in the news. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> news. that's why I was trying to try to You'll get some live reactions from me. Alrighty. So Warriors. Warrior sharks. sharks. Okay, hey, we've got to slip. We've got to slip something in the news there yeah, later. Sorry, Cody tr- Walker. Oh, good, I don't know anything. You could sneak in a couple of fake things. Yeah. Cooking list. Move to Brisbane. Please. Uh, uh, Russia overtook. A- <laughs> Friday night at the storied Adelaide Oval, Eastern Suburbs versus Melbourne Rams by twelve. Uh, give me Adelaide <laughs> United by three clear goals. Um, so uh, Roosters again are named a weird lineup too. They have yeah, Eddie Betts starting. I was going to say I'm back, I'm, back in, I'm, I'm back in Eddie Betts to kick a couple here. He's the only Adelaide <laughs> AFL player I know. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But Where's got, Big um, Boy McAvoy when we need him? Does he play for Hawthorne? JWH oh, isn't in the in the, in the seven and he might play or not. But um, Storms. I'm, I'm picking the uh, the Storm fresh cam. Mm. Fresh, fresh, fresh cam. You know, last week we had him as well, but that was kind of only yeah. half a week. But this will be good, good stuff. Alrighty. Saturday afternoon at Penrith Stadium. Penrith versus Manly Warringah. Oof. Penrith. Well, as we were talking about earlier, players backing up. Uh, yeah, but it's basically like I know. a whole it, week well, that, at that point. That's where I was going. Ah. That's where I was going. Yeah, so um, Manly have named Bizarre Side. They've Read got, it to um, me. 
They've got Trent Hawkinson and Matt Wright on the bench with with Manasi Fainu. I don't know how to say it's it. A good Name bench. Start at nine with Walker's back at six. Oh, but yeah, it's not. That a, sounds awful. Yeah, and uh, they've also shipped off Jackson Hastings today. Finally, that's how they got uh, wow. Fainu into first grade. But where's yeah. he gone? Uh, he just got released. South, I think they accepted a release. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Penrith. Penrith giving Harrow Aranara a week off, but Billy Kickhouse back already. So. Oh, really? Mm. Good stuff. I take Hastings as a depth signing, to be honest. Why not? I also like my squad to hate each other. <laughs> I t- well, look. He going to a fight with Daily Cherry. What's your evidence yeah, true, true. Uh All righty, give me Penrith as well. Bungard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right, Newcastle versus Canterbury. Oh, uh, what? At Hunter Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and the Bulldogs team, as you now know, is missing Aaron Woods and Mo- Moses Mbai, and they're giving Lachlan Lewis a debut, who is oh, the this is going to be of... this is this is great. But, I'm so excited for this but game. But the Knights also missing players and missing Lachlan Fitzgibbon as well, so their team's pretty underdone. But I feel like Callum Pong is going to score about four million points, <laughs> and oh, the Knights will win. Knights. All right, give me here's your uh, Knights. Uh, sorry, Ponga tries versus uh, Canterbury points. What's your yeah, What's your line? I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he scored that many tries, but yeah, I'll pick, pick the Knights here. Lachlan Lewis added to the list of halves the day before Josh Cleland as well. Shakespearean tragedy. Give me Newcastle by 13+. plus. Alrighty, Lang Park, Saturday night. What a strange time for you guys. Brisbane yeah. versus Canberra. So Canberra haven't beat the Broncos with Milford up there. Since 19. So there you go. And they also have a pretty terrible record up at Suncorp, but this is a big game for them in regards. They're, they're four points behind the Broncos in mm. ninth. But, you know, it's the classic relegation six-pointer in football. You know, they, they, they grab this and they're, they're within two. Uh, so, Brisbane. But the Broncos, I'm hoping, rested up at home. And uh, Darius Boyd's hamstrings are back. I'm sticking with, them, with the Broncos. And Pangai start, and that's always a good thing. That'll be fun. Hodgson's first Hodge, start. Hodgson's starting. It's a, um, and Canberra also have Junior Paulo back, so mm-hmm. they're getting pretty healthy. It's a, it's a handy-looking Canberra side. Yeah. Saliva Havili fresh from torching Samoa on the weekend. But yeah, Darius Boyd's had like the best games of his year every year when he plays at Canberra. Like, he, he, he somehow, his old dummy and go still feel fools the Raiders halves defensively. It, he, Austin he is, he's just an older Blake Austin. He You're is, right. He's a, he's a dummy run that still fools Austin and, and Caesar, so I'm picking us. Yeah. I think Austin would be confused by a mirror. He would be Alrighty, West Tigers versus the Gold Coast at Leichhardt on yeah. Sunday afternoon. Jeez. Moses and by Robbie Farah debuts. Oh, this is going to be tasty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have they renamed that scoreboard yet? <laughs> they have not. He has to come out through the scoreboard, right? <laughs> that's that's where he left. Like <laughs> the like the Kool Aid, the Kool Aid. Yeah, no, mascot. no. It's like the supplicants booth in the Seth Sims episode <laughs> where Homer comes crawling back. Robbie Farah has to crawl out through the Leichhardt scoreboard before he makes his return. Leichhardt is an odd old ground. Um, um, give me Wests by 13+. plus. Yep. Sure. Tigers. Why not? Uh, We're and all the, the same thing. And the last oh. game of the round. Souths. Souths. It's north, though. It is the Cairns. I'm aware, Queensland but the Cowboys aren't Cairns. very good. They're not very good. And no Michael Morgan. Michael, Michael Morgan terrifies me. He's not playing. And uh, I'm just thinking, Burgess travelled across the world. Gagai, Inglis, Crichton, backing up Origin. Crichton's probably still drinking with the rest of the Blues failures right now. But she uh, can't fuck up this Cowboys team. I really want to go for the upset because Souths will lose on when they don't turn up. Like every good team does at some point, but mm. not picking this one. Mm. South, give me Souths. Mm. I think this might be the first time I've tipped Souths. Maybe only the second time this season. Yeah, that's good. how's that working out for you? I'm a petty man. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. That's it. 
It's like when the guy on the, around that Connor Oil guy around the NFL picked against the Panthers every week when the, the year they made the Super Bowl and went fifteen and one. He just yeah, kept picking against it, them. That's well, he, and he was they were due. Hey, he, <laughs> it paid off for him in the Super Bowl. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. This will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. News time. All right, you can't make news up. You just have to tell me. So, the planes fly in the rain now. Oh, shit. So, Greg Inglis has signed with Brisbane. Fuck. Congratulations, oh, Mitch. You have finally won. We can wrap up the podcast forever. <laughs> there you go. All So, um, as, as Matt is finding out for the first time, and what's this going to the wow. Sharks? I mean, this, that's wild. I mean, great signing, Canterbury. Really, really good uh, stuff. Look, I, I was having this discussion. I mean, credit to them for offloading him. That's it. But it's, that's why I was talking to Campo before, and he said, this is one of the worst signings in history. And I said, no, because every other bad signing ever, no, you can't get rid of them. Yeah. Like, you know, they're stuck with Foran's contract. They're stuck with Eastwood's contract. Uh, you know, when Watmo went to the uh, Eels or Bo Scott, they were stuck with those contracts. These guys got off this boat in six months. It's not the worst signing ever. That's true. You know, and they, I think they're paying two to three hundred k or whatever and left. Woods, knows, Woods will be fine at Cronulla. They've got a good forward pack. Um, fine is good enough. For well, him, he's to be real. A bench forward there now. Mm. Yeah, he's which, behind Gallon and Arthur and Pryor. That uh, yeah, they need someone to take useless hit ups on fourth tackle after Paul Gallon next year. So it's a perfect signing for that. Yeah. Are Sharks on a personal vendetta to sign all the players I hate? <laughs> Maybe Matt Moylan, Josh Dugan, Aaron Woods. <laughs> it's not looking good. They really want who, me to hate who them. Else have, who else have they got that you dislike? Oh, well, a, who do I like? They're such on the a likable team, though. Yeah. I mean, and they're, and they're just—it's a lovely part of the world. Who do I like fans. on that team? I like like I like Wade Graham, Val Holmes, mm-hmm. a bit. No, I don't James like Seguiaro. I like Segs. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But um, if they start signing like DCE <laughs> stuff from here, you know, if they they're roomed with DCE, you know, they're, they've got this. Their script. logo is going to turn it's from a shark just to an enormous. You know, heel. you know, I've been wiretapped. If they're doing that, they're in here. They're in my in my brain, Bunga. Walls have ears. So they're getting him for like. 600k a Nothing? year? No, yeah, six, seven, I mean, that's fine. It's He's okay. okay. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I mean, good on the Bulldogs for getting out of that situation that frees them up a little bit. Yeah, it, it frees them up a little bit. And yeah, they shouldn't have made the signing, but they luckily got out of it quickly. <laughs> and they have the... Well, it used to be the short-haired Aaron Woods, but that's Aaron Woods. They have Aiden Tolman to step right back into that role of not making any impact and running 15 times a game. Yeah, but so. he's not taking a million dollars out of his salary. They've got the ready, ready-made replacement. Actually, he probably is on a million dollars. No, in the Bulldogs. No, there's his love is. of Aiden Tolman. Yeah. his formula did say he was the best prop in the game. So oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, maybe that's it. But um, I miss Dez's folder. The um, not not the worst thing to get. Like getting rid of him is fine. They're stuck with Foran, who's out for the season mm. with uh, with his toe injury. So that's much worse signing than Woods is. And now he's gone, and maybe Woods can play finals football for the first time ever. That's so sad. <laughs> wow, how many games has Aaron Woods played? Like a hundred and eighty. Too many. That's correct. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, not exactly the sky blue he wanted to get back into. <laughs> it's a rep jersey. It's a rep so, jersey. No, he's, he'll he'll play for the finals this year at least. Maybe. Yeah, as I say, he might get his first final. They could game. finish ninth. Mm. You never know. Well, you, you're taking, you've got some of the all-time greatest losers in the same team now. Paul Gallen, Aaron Woods. Like, it's, a, it's a big effort to make the finals from here. Mm. I mean, I th- it, for me... I mean, Paul Gallen, premiership winning captain. Yeah, but I, I was going to say... That, premiership winning captain the, uh, that year, only because Michael Ennis didn't give him the ball every time he wanted it. And <laughs> <laughs> Ennis is gone. You but, know, uh, you know it, maybe Woods is the catalyst that Gallen needs to, to get that loss record. 
Maybe. maybe I, I would like that. Maybe they're teaming up. Every loss is worth two now. Anyway, Robbie Farrow back to the Tigers. This one I knew. We discussed. It's yeah, yeah it's I'm, not, I'm not overly pleased, but whatever. Mbai has yeah. started playing I'm a as, Billy, as I'm a mentioned. Billy Britton guy now. <laughs> as I said, he'll be playing rep football for someone else in two years. So, yeah. That's how South Africa's work. World War One, uh, Colonel Billy, <laughs> Billy Britton. Britton. He's probably got a VC and a George's Cross he and does. some other shit. You know. But uh, yeah, look, Robbie's go back to see how it goes again. Who knows? He's still gonna, he's still the same player he was, but mm. uh, they need, they can't be worse than Elijah Taylor was at nine. Yeah, I think this is good for them. If they're going to yeah. make the finals, this I think it's a bit of wait, a bit late doing it with their negative four. They need to everything. make these moves a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, whatever. but whatever. Fine. Yeah, uh, as we mentioned, Hastings go. Who knows where he's going? Because I would honestly take him as a backup. Yeah, oh, I don't like, know. Like he's got nothing lined up right now. But I'm sure he's got something lined up. And he's, he's just not go. that bad that he can't get into a squad or England. Sure. Mm. Oh well, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, Somewhere we'll take him, but true. I think you must have been on too much money so to take a release rather than accepting a mutual consent. Sorry, ex- ex- sorry, getting paid out. I think that's what he had to do. Uh, and Edric Lee, three years to the Knights. Three Strange. years to the Knights. Yeah, look, okay, depth signing, but three years. Is a three bit years weird. a lot for a depth signing. Mm. Um, it is. But whatever. And fine. for a guy like yeah, he's been pretty good the last ten weeks at Cronulla, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's not, not really silly. You're not really getting excited as a Knights fan. That he's taken a roster spot. You know, is he better than Corey Dennis? Maybe. Mm, maybe. Who knows? So at least they got someone to kick to. Mm. I guess that's that's a positive. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Question time. Question number one. one eye Tiger underscore says, When the NRL folds the dogs, to use a straight draft or auction to distribute the remaining players amongst the other clubs. Yep. <laughs> we're we're talking about New South Wales Cup clubs we're distributing them to, or what? <laughs> Ouch. Sydney Shield. Sydney Shield, yeah. Um, I don't know. If a club just bans, they just go open free agents, right, these days? I mean, I'm sure that's what would happen. I think but so. But I, but I wonder if, I wonder if with their player contra- or their would, contracts... No, maybe the, are the contracts centralised where they'd have well, some sort not, of insurance? Well, they're not properly centralised. That... But I wonder if, if there was a club to disband now, would they be NRL contracted and that someone else would owe them that money or something? Or the NRL would have to pay it out against the... And then the team that would take them on would take a portion of it for their salary cap. I don't know how I'm get, it would I'm work. Guessing, no, I'm guessing it's a good question. I don't know. It'd be an interesting yeah. scenario. But uh, yeah, there wouldn't be that many drafted. Even in the first round of the Bulldogs draft, <laughs> there wouldn't be that many players going into the first round. Um, Pete Fulcher. How does Bungard both claim it shouldn't be a Queenslander, but identify as an England fan for the World Cup? Um, just, or is this another example of his hypocrisy that lets him deny being a coward despite copious evidence to the contrary? I mean... <laughs> wow, that, that turned. I don't, under- <laughs> I don't understand what it, what's on about. I'm a dual citizen. I support England when they're not playing Australia. That's not that... <laughs> not, I support Queensland when they're not playing New South Wales. Yeah, it's not like I'm support England ahead yeah. of Australia. Well, uh, it's a good point, Pete, but... Yeah, it's, it's not. And it's a good point. You can't even spell Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That, he really played the man there. It wasn't though. I just immediately no, debunked yeah. his like whole no, thing. Good point. <laughs> He's cheering for England to win the World Cup, giving Australia no chance over here. Hang on. If you said right now oh, that yeah. I could choose between Australia winning the World Cup and England winning the World Cup, but choose Australia, one hundred percent. One of those two teams winning the World Cup. <laughs> no, I don't think either one of them is. But um, yeah. obviously, if in an ideal world, if I could just press a magic button and make it happen, of course I'd pick Australia. What a silly question. Get out of here. Um... Billy Ace 99 for some reason sent us a graphic. Oh. So that's good for... Um, good audio content. But this graphic is one of the Telstra Tracker things and has Ado- Jane Gagai as the fastest player on, on, in, in Origin. Wasn't it's that just because Gagai he... Gagai faster than Ado Carr? Isn't that no. just because he scored a break, like a try yeah, where he had to run 20 metres? But it's also yeah. like this... Again, this thing when they showed max speed, it's like the fastest speed to hit for one second or half a second or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, that doesn't mean you're the fastest person. Ado Carr didn't get into any space as far as I remember. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. 
yeah, the fastest guy on the night was who was it? Uh, Tedesco when he's chasing down Ponga was the mm. fastest one on the night. But the top speeds of that game were like Tedesco, uh, Ponga, Gagai, and Cleary, and they were all open space. Cleary chasing Ponga as well. It's just a, it's a dumb tracker. Uh, Mario Sieg says, "Would Manu Pau have gotten to Australia quicker by flying to a regional area?" Oh yeah, if you didn't if you didn't see, he was still waiting to leave America today. Oh. That also happened. But Campo's back. It was, I don't it was funny. He was tweeting at um, angrily at United Airlines. It is quite funny that Nick Hampton's flight was fine back here, but Marty Depout, New Zealand Rugby League or Manly or someone couldn't get him back here earlier. Funny. Mm. Uh, Manny at P25. Is Jack DeBell human or is he some type of demigod? I enjoyed that photo of him doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why does it mean ever wear a shirt? Yeah. Like, just ever. He is surprised. Like, I did not realise how svelte he was. He's just like... And it's one of those things... It's, he's cut from granite. He's doing well, the... Because J- I, I thought he was a little bit thicker than that. But no, he's... He's, no. he's doing muscle. the J.R. Smith, like, after winning a, a, a trophy, he's got no shirt on the whole time. But it's just it's different seeing a, a man with no tattoos just so in, in rugby league in that shape and mm. just walking around, whatever. All about it. What mm. a specimen. Feeling like Andrew Johns that night. I was going to say, where is the Andrew yeah, Johns? He's tro- kissing a blonde-haired, blue-eyed person that wasn't me, and I was offended by it. Mm, <laughs> all right, all right. NRL Twitter account, relax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Yannis, 987. So, Ponga's origin debut at Locke as a fullback, the greatest origin performance of all time. Do you think they'll give him the Wally Lewis medal before or after Game 3? It's a fair point. It's a good question. Look, I mean, Darren Lockyer, I don't believe, ever played at Locke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could this be the ultimate transformation? It could be, yeah. The... <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, uh, next question: LVO five on a scale of one to one thousand, how much better than Milford is Ponga? A thousand. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, RCB Sharks says people having a go at Lucy Zellich reaffirm that Australia can't have nice things. No, she still sucks. <laughs> She'll rep weekend be more than one weekend. <laughs> then it wouldn't be called rep weekend; it would be called yeah. rep fortnight. Um, I'm pro the doing the whole thing, get it all done in three weeks with Origin and more rep games. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine but, with that too. But, I, I still think. I still think it's bullshit that clubs have to lose their players for one or two weeks. Yeah. It can cost a team a final spot. Okay. But I don't know. Let's go back to Lucy Zelich then. Okay. Anybody like... I don't have a huge amount of problem with it. Well, uh, she, I mean, she wears what she wants, but I still don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's and that's it. fine. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got more of an issue with Craig Foster making weird war metaphors. Before Mate, Craig Foster says... They, like they he... owe us. The French owe us for the World, the world War. Yeah. People, we, that happened, by the we way. Saved, we, let, we saved you, We let 15,000 people die defending your towns. <laughs> yeah. Just just win. Next time you whinge about Gus Gould's penalty try whinging, go listen to Craig Foster telling the French they owe us one from World Wars. <laughs> I've, been to the, I've been to that school in Villa Breton, Me by the way. It's, it's awesome. It's good. It but, um, but yeah, Lucy Zeller, just, it's quite weird how they had to respond because people have been hating on her pronunciation for years. But I guess... Cause it's well, I guess World it's Cup. amplified it's by a million now because watching there's now. all these casuals who don't watch the sport. But yeah, she does overpronounce. I mean, I most of the time care. I don't have an issue with it, but it's sometimes it's just for the sake of it. Like yeah. you go to Brazil or Portugal, no one says Ronaldo. No one yeah. says that. They they call him Ronaldo. Yeah. I don't know, but most of the time it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just don't enjoy her in general. That's mm. it. Uh, Why don't you watch Scott. the coverage on Optus then, Mitch? <laughs> well, my uh, TBG internet's terrible. Mister Discretionable Favourite rugby league family, for example, the Morris family. Oh, Burgess, obviously. Well, the Pangai family. It's me and him. Okay. Me and Daddy. <laughs> Burgess is easy, easy answer. Jo- uh, Dale, Morris's? The Croakers. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. a good <laughs> what a surprise. If not a, a camera yeah. family. For well, yes. <laughs> Mario Seags underscore. If your parents had given you a fucking terrible name, would you change it as an adult? For example, if... Dale's name was Richard. <laughs> Good, Good question. question. Good question. <laughs> is there a dick roots in your family? There's no, there's not. There's <laughs> not. Um, the, the, is the Amy ad where the guy's called Callum Murray? Yeah, Callum Murray. Yeah. 
Ricky Roots? Ricky, Ricky Roots. Roots is all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I probably would have. Dick Roots. <laughs> Dick, Roots. Dick, Dick Roots is good. That's good. Yeah. Um, what other change your name? I, don't, I, th- I think it depends how bad it is. There's a kid in my high school called Evangelis Canellis. Strong. Great, great, brother great was, name. Brother was Peter. <laughs> there was a kid at my school whose last name and was Mikhail. Would you like to guess what his first name was? Kevin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. I, if my name was Michael Mikhail, I'd probably change it. The, the greatest one of all time Mikhail. is <laughs> Gary Neville and uh, Gary Neville and Phil Neville, the former Men United players. Yeah. Um, their dad's name. He stuck with it though. Yeah, Neville, Neville, Neville Neville. And he owned it. But yeah, yeah. poor Vangelis Canellis, unfortunately, was a high achiever. So he was often Vangelis mentioned Canellis. at weekly e- assemblies. And he was, every single time he was laughed at. Evangelis Canellis. That's amazing. Sure, you just go with Evan. No, just Vangelis. Van- Vangelis wow. Canellis. It's not even pretty good. Name. They don't have a bad rhyming name, but. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Josh Robbo 44. Should rep rounds be three separate weekends so there's more pack tests? Uh, They're talking about bringing in more pack tests now. So. Yeah. I mean, I would be much happier with that. A, it, bre- it sort of breaks up the. It, it breaks it up better. As it I does. said, you don't lose players for weeks if you're mm. a, a club. You can go with Tri Nations or something. Anything, in there, that, or, or anything, that stops, anything that stops clubs from losing their players for club games is something I'm I think we've mentioned this before about a Four Nations Pacific thingy alongside Origin because, you know, as you say, if it's going to be on a weekend, you've got to fill the rest of the weekend yeah. and I think that works. It does work. You make the women's a tri-series, you make yep. the residents and the 20s a tri-series, mm. to 18s a tri-series and whatever. You, go you have... Um, yeah, you have the you have the you have PNG Samoa Fiji and Tonga all play each other. Yeah, over three weeks, and then at the end of the year, the two the two top teams play off. And England the... and New Zealand could play three games for that period. Yeah, or something. exactly. Um, Mario Siegs, do you believe Origin Three should be played when it's a dead rubber? It's weird, isn't it? Like, yes. it's, it, uh, but I guess yeah. it, it happens. Be played, though. It makes yeah. so much money. Yeah, it, it's 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 um. I mean, it's it's a thing we've all. I mean, we have it in cricket as well, and in um. Like, you know, football, they they have to play the last group stage games at the World Cup. Even yeah. if they don't mean anything. Um, obviously, you're going to be pissed off if one of your club players gets a really bad injury. Would you be ready for game, though? Would you be ready if we if we made game three like the NBA finals? It wouldn't play if someone won. Would you be ready for the level of conspiracy referees in game two? Fuck yeah! a decider. The referees forced a decider. Great point. I don't want to live in a world yeah, that has that, that variable. Are, so don't we already live in that? World, really? No, oh, a little bit, but mm. I mean, somehow people were still rest faulting on yeah. Sunday. I just, I'm just so tired of it. I don't. I, there's no point talking about it anymore. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I don't want to live in a world where there's even more reason for Gronks to fucking yeah. say that refs are cheating. Uh, Mario says again, in honor of Cancer's record-breaking appearance this weekend, can you rank your favorite ever widely hated players? He says, guessing Hodges for Mitch for what it's worth. Yes, Hodges is number one, my favorite widely hated player. Mm. Brent Tate. Big was fan. Brent Tate widely hated? Yes, yes he was. Blues fans here. can't stand him. Yeah. Oh, right. Again, this whole origin thing. Was big, really... big on, huge on Brent Tate and a huge on uh, Hodges. Likes Kenny Edwards, but yeah, <laughs> he's gone. He's yep. gone. Now. He wasn't wide, He wasn't big enough hated. He wasn't widely hated. I think people were just generally annoyed by his dickishness yeah. sometimes. I'm trying to think who else widely hated. Mm. Bungard, you got to have somebody. People Chris... don't like Sammy's not as popular as he used to be, old Sam. People, well, that, I think that was. Mostly due to the oversaturation in the media that he yeah. could, sort of got around 2014, yeah. around that time, which I guess people just resented oh. having something stuffed in their face every day, which is fair oh, Wayne Bennett, also my, my lord and saviour. Mm-hmm. People didn't like coach. Chris Sandow, but yeah. I did. You did. Dale? Mm. Uh, Favourite players that are widely hated? I don't really have one. Players that I hate a lot? Paul Gallen. <laughs> yeah, I, I like you weren't a big. Uh, you weren't a big... Um, the Dragons had... Jamie Soward? He wasn't widely Does hated at, like the, Jamie at the Dragons. That's why I'm asking Dale. I don't think he was widely no, hated. No, when the Dragons, the Dragons were good every year, and he was the face of this boring juggernaut that just ground teams into the in, into the turf, 
everyone hated Jamie Soward. Not even he liked. Not even his teammates liked him. Yeah, one of those guys. I, my, yeah, sorry. My point was more that he was never liked. How about that? Yeah, but, yeah, but did you like him? No. Oh, okay. Then. How's good, about, good goal kicker. After Matt Pryor <laughs> played Origin, every single one of that 27, 2010 grand final side, bar Jared Safi, has played for their state or their country. It's wild. Wow. Yeah, so all the other ones. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Um, and Jared Safi probably played for he the played, Wallabies. Well, he played Aussie sevens, rugby sevens for Australia. There you go. But it doesn't wow. really count, though. Not a real That's sport. a great stat. Yeah. Um, there you go. The office on the other room. It's good, good, yeah. good choice from Camp. I've Campo watching the US it. office for the first time. It I envy is. him. Yeah. What um, a show. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do like a lot of hated players, though. As long as they... Like, I liked Greg Bird until he went too far. Once they go too far, you're like, yeah, okay, I don't like If we can extend this to other sports, Shane Watson... Shame. Oh, you liked. Oh, actually, I liked Mitch Johnson. People did. So did I. Really I was always on. We were we were ahead of that curve. Um, left-handed bowlers always. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watson as well. People didn't like him. I was always a fan. I'm trying to um, think who else. Uh, a lot of Sydney FC players people didn't like. I like and reverse. I hate Ryan Grant. <laughs> a few other ones. <laughs> Inoffensive players I dislike. Yeah. Brett Holman. I was a big Brett Holman, Brett Holman guy, guy for soccer. I like Brett Holman. Mate. I liked Rat Boy when everyone hated him when he originally got in the team. Yeah, but then he missed that shot against Ghana yeah, in 2010. I still like. Him. Cost us a second That's round. My man. Disgrace! You're not playing for Sydney FC next year. But anyway, I'm off Sydney FC anyway. I'm off them. Come down and watch some Wollongong games. A League's dead. That VAR failures in back-to-back weeks killed the A League. Mario C's got a. He says the size really matter, and he says like Ponga ain't that big yet. Played like an Origin. Well, yeah, thickness doesn't matter. It's Mm. it's width. He's not a thick man. (laughs) Girth. Girth. It's all about girth. It is. Mm. Uh, Paul Mack asks us name your Australian team. No. Okay. All right, fullback. Kalen Ponga. Greg Inglis. Oh. Wing. <laughs> Kalen Ponga. Ponga. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do this seriously. So, so fullback, right. Tedesco. Yep. Wings, Josh Adokar for me, and probably, Gagai. I'd probably, I'd take Holmes ahead of Gagai. Well, I'm going Gagai and Corey Oates. You're not having Adokar? No, I'm not. Outrageous. Mm. Centers, Inglis and, Inglis and Chambers. Chambers. That's yep. easy. Chamber, and people will laugh at us for saying Chambers. No. Get in Mal's head. He's loved Chambers for ages. It's more than two Origin games. Also, he wasn't that bad. He had some nice moments. Yes, he had some good moments. He had some dumb kicks, but yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, Harbs? So, I would go Munster Maloney. Same. But I would not be surprised if Munster's versatility is his own worst enemy. And he yeah. plays 14 and Cleary plays 7. But, he gets it, but I, I don't think Cleary's particularly good in Origin. He just was in the winning team. His right. outside back's got no ball on the right side. But Starting Munster props, Maloney. I'd say, for me, it'd be Maguire and Clemmer. I agree as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, please. Come on. The greatest man alive, Danny Cook. <laughs> yep. Uh, and back rowers. So, this is, this is where it gets corners tricky. Corners left edge. Yes. And then the, with the right edge there, I don't, th- I'm not even his biggest fan, but if Matt Gillett plays by around like 18, he'll probably play for Australia. The Frizz, still. get him in. But otherwise, Frizzell and Locks uh, DeBellin. And then on the bench, I'd have Jake Tavoyevich. Mm-hmm. I'd have... Jake Tavoyevich as well. And um, the 14. I'm to think of... The 14, which, yeah. if Munster doesn't start, it's yeah, him. Munster otherwise, I'd probably play Ponga because Ponga hype. Yep, yep which is fine. Which um, is fine. Forwards, you'd have Jake Turbo. You'd have, I guess, probably Dylan Napa. But nah, nah, I mean, nah, I wouldn't. Nah, but nah, mate. Paul Vaughan. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd have... So, I'd have Tavoyevich. I'd, I'd have... a. Uh, Sorry, Ponga, Tavoyevich, and then Paul Vaughan. And then my last one is it depends on who starts. If if Gillett's fit, if he's not if Gillett's not fit or not picked, Frizzell goes there. Otherwise I'm playing Papali because he can play on the edge as well. Yeah. Not a bad pick. And then Ryan James, get him in there. Like I mean <laughs> you know mm. like, like yeah, the blues won origin, but the four, even though we picked more of their forwards at two, they didn't really kill the pack either. No, the forward battle was quite even. The big the biggest standout differences were Tedesco Cook Maloney for the Origin yep. series win. I agree with that. 
Okay, his next question question for Mitch. Is anyone on the New South Wales team you actually hate? He says he thinks he hates a few players on my team more than the opposition. Well, there's not really any history with a lot of these players. That's why you mm. don't, I don't hate many of them. Like, I definitely probably hate more of the guys on the Queensland team than I do on, on the Blues side currently. Yeah. But, you know, that's it. And also, I think... Um, I think a lot of the, the hateable Queenslanders, aside from really Chambers, who seems to get under a lot of people's skin... I like Chambers, though, but yeah. Oh, I mean, from a, yeah, like, no, from a Blues people, point of view. A lot of people hate him. Even Queensland fans hate yeah, him. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, the, the players who New South Wales fans typically hated aren't there. And a lot of them are hype on Ponga. The ones that are left, um, they hate... Well, Josh McGuire is probably the most hated guy yeah. there. But I love Moose myself. But yeah, for the Blues, I hate, like... Clem is one I've always respected, even though he's one who sh- I should hate. Mm. I've always liked how he plays, so I don't hate him. And the rest of the team, not really. I mean, I, as you say, like, I appreciate a player who rips in and every every that's time it. he plays. Like, you and know, does. Again, if you, again, if they start picking guys that don't deserve to be there, that's when I hate a lot of them. Yeah. You know, that's it. Um, Frankie... Follow up to his earlier question of the season. I don't remember what this is. He said, most cooked club. He had Manly, Para, Dogs, Titans. What did we say? I feel like oh, we, we definitely would have put Bulldogs first. But he says, he thinks Dogs and Titans, worst long-term, Manly, close, Para, Barca, case, but at least buy some players. Um, so if you didn't, mm. guys didn't know, by the way, Titans are in a spot now that the Kane Elgie's going, we kind of knew this, but they're in a spot that they, they have to get rid of players to bring Tyron Roberts back and they haven't really fully re-signed their team. So they haven't sorted out, bring, uh, like... They're back on. They haven't sort of like Anthony Don or Dale Copley or Branko Lee if he's going to start there or not. They haven't got a fullback unless Alex Brimson's going back there. And they have, can't get Keegan Hipgrave who plays on the edge. They're trying to get rid of Cartwright, trying to get rid of Lato already. And they're trying to get Tyron Roberts back and they have to cut players. Like, I don't know how that team got in that spot, but they brought all these front rowers in and they've got this flawed squad. They've they, they kind of fucked up. Maybe they shouldn't have given Shannon Boyd $3 billion. Well, they shouldn't have. Well, again, they, yeah. but Cardi and Lalto were terrible as yeah. well. Like, well, they were it. Garth Brennan's boys. They were. They? That's it. Um, but I still think uh, there's still better players in that Titans team than the Bulldogs. And they still have, out of those two teams, the best asset is Ash Taylor. And they still have that asset. Mm, is Ash Taylor a better asset than David Clemmer? He's probably not, but I'd say he is. Uh, because, mm. again, if you look at, again, the Titans also have Ryan James and that yeah, kind of true. stuff too. I'd rather have Ryan James and Ash Taylor than David Clemmer and, and whoever the Bulldogs' best half is. Yeah. Craig Frawley. Is it Craig or Matt? <laughs> well, not even I'm not even fucking it's Matt again okay. and, uh, it's, <laughs> he's not starting again I'll I will probably. never learn which this one is, is just, which you just don't want him to be a Matt but That's, the, this is what this is the, the dogs accepting already this year to cut those players was smart though in the end of it they were never going to challenge any issue that was a smart move mm. they can try and recover faster Manly are tied to DC forever they're pretty cooked yeah. That is a good point. But, but he's I, still a substantially better player than, than anyone dogs have. Dogs yeah. most cooked. And then I might have Manly next. Yeah. And then Titans and Para. Mm. Para could turn around next Para year. Para are the least cooked of the four. Because they've had a lot of injuries this year, right? And they've got Junior Paulo coming already next I year. I don't yeah. know if, like, Cherry Evans can still thrive in a good team. So yeah. if they can get good players around him, I think that contract is not well, as Well, we saw it, they made the eight last we, year. With, so I think they are less cooked than the other but two. The, th- the problem they have is that they're tied to making him happy. That's, that, that is true. That's, that's mm. more it. But, you know, if they can get the two brothers re-signed and keep to power, two that's brothers. four really... Every time. Every <laughs> Playing time. footy. Yeah. <laughs> Though, if those four guys are a really solid backbone of a club. So yeah. if they can somehow keep all four of those guys and just... Make the rest work. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, get, getting rid of Yarte is like fine. Try and find some young guy to fill that spot. And yeah, look, I, I think that I'd rather be I'd rather be Manly than the Titans, right? Now. Yep. So, and then uh, Frankie follows up again. Do we think that uh, Paul Gallon will get the losses records? How many more is it to get there? So Warriors this week. Um, he has Warriors this week. Next week he has a buy. Then he has Panthers, uh, Raiders, Broncos. Uh, where's this one? Uh, Manly. 
There's, uh, there's, Storm, four, there's four potentially there. Cowboys. That's a real, this is a pretty tough run in, isn't mm. it? Uh, Knights. Are you home. reading all the games? This, the, all the Sharks games. Yeah, Bulldogs. Okay. So they, well, Knights, Bulldogs, they win those. They'll, they'll, they'll be on the, what, four? There's five needs to get. Well, that the, means they have to lose four in the regular season. And then lose the a final. Then so they could do that in that four. I guess it, it, it's going to be line boys. Who has it right now? Is it High March? Uh, no, Scott Prince has Scott it. Scott Prince, okay. Scott Prince has it. But they, it's, it's some line ball ones there. Obviously, you know, they, they're going to win. The, they're playing the Warriors. They could lose this week. They could lose to Penrith. They could lose to the Broncos. They could lose to Canberra. Like, there's a, could lose to the Storm. There's a lot of those line mm. ball ones in there. But I'm, I'm hoping yeah. it comes down to his, the, when he gets locked out of the finals in week one. That's what I'm or say or they make the four. Well, I was going to say, if they lose, less than, if they lose less than four games, yeah. if they lose less than four they're games, they'll make the top four. four and they'll probably, probably lose two. They have to lose two to get out. Yeah. Brilliant. He's going to get close. So and even then, it, he doesn't really want to retire yet. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to replace him. But yeah. Fun, they're in a funny spot, Cronulla, by the way. They've got like no backs signed up next year. They're all gone. The Bulldogs are going to sign Paul Gallon next year. Thank God. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Sell him halfway through the season. Uh, Messidon's got Ozil with three touches of the ball from 28 minutes on the field. Has anyone ever done less to win an Origin series than Matt Pryor? Tim Glasby last year. Uh, no, Ben Hunt last year, nine minutes. Oh, good point. True. Moretti eight. Should Cahill come on as a sub? Oh no. Well, good, good to ask a rugby league pod on this. I do know <laughs> rugby league fans are experts on Tim Cahill's well, playing time. I mean, I really did enjoy several seasoned rugby league journalists who've never ever talked about football in their entire life mm. suddenly becoming experts during the World Cup. Get yeah. Timmy on, they said. Um, by the time people listen to this, that game will have passed. Yeah. I'd bring him on against Peru because Peru are quite a short team That's and he's true. good in like, the air. The reason he didn't come on against Denmark is because Denmark are, I think, either the tallest or second tallest team their, in the World their Cup. Their back line was enormous. McLaren was the guy to come on for me. Yeah, than me too. Urich. Tommy Urich doesn't, didn't really offer much. I, I agree with that. But yeah, look, tonight I'd chuck him on if we need a goal with 10 to go. I, I think you're right about McLaren. We needed a poacher and yeah. Urich is not that. No, we I shouldn't have not... taken Rogic off either. He was really driving the team yeah. forward. I mean, we... we, we yeah, what's the point. We really should have won that game. It's, but it's, it's been a lot better World Cup than 2014 was mm, from an Australian point of view, that's for sure. Um, the Sean Chan, going to down and out for the first time. Any recommendations or menu? Hacks? I forget what the burgers are called, but I've had a couple of different ones there and they're quite good. Down and out's moving, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. No. It's moving. They didn't say where yet, or maybe they did and I didn't see the follow up post, but they're moving from that place next to Three Eyes to a new venue. Yeah. So, so that means, well, I guess that means things are going well. Well, get the. Uh, they're probably uh, moving to a bigger place. Well, I got. You can get the wings if you want to there, or I think there's some mozzarella. They, they, I feel like I they just, had popcorn chicken and it was well, very have, good. Yeah, they have a really nice hot sauce, a hot hot sauce. So if you like hot mm. sauce, try You've that. You've lost me. Manic P, is it an equivalent of Hoodie Mellow? If so, what is it? Ooh. Okay. Oh, ter- oh, mate, Sam Cassiano, every off season training the house. Now. No, but no, but he's got to put it on Instagram. Yeah, I know. So, Dale, do you know what we're talking about? No. So who like every year? I feel like I Carmelo Anthony will like for, like a few days before like NBA preseason starts, he'll put up like these Instagram videos of him like working out in a park at like one in the morning. Yeah, wearing a hoodie, hence hoodie mellow. Mm. It um, works some years, <laughs> very rarely. Um, last year. Yeah, I don't know. Cassiano's a good shout, but he needs to chronicle it on social media. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm what seven? Why is Woods the greatest signing of all time? That's yeah, good, good buddy. Oh look! Uh, I don't think keep, it's that bad. I think he's keep, keep you 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 pumping up your shit signings to Twitter, all you Sharks fans. He'll um <laughs> no, nah, but look to be like in the fending department, like he's not coming in. He's not. Yeah. He's Woods has never been on a team where he hasn't been expected to be the guy, and yeah. this is going to be a first for him in that he'll be a part of a he'll be more of a role player, and that might mm. work for him. True. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the Thardo Night FB says, "Can any other coach compare to Kevin Walters in the effective ineffective use of interchange stakes?" Yeah, uh, Ricky Ricky Stewart's pretty terrible with interchanges. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rick Kevy is right up there. 
even <laughs> we've already been through it. Not good use of rotations. Not Very. having Maguire on to finish the game was something else. Yeah. At Fat Hair Lazy, who do you think? What do you think of Kevy putting Pongo in the middle and making him work? Uh he did work. He so was fine. He was good. He was, he was fine there, mate. And and I caught the get before the game. It seemed like an okay plan, but it just as I said earlier, it was just used, it was it was done at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't mind it, but yeah, just poor execution for me. Danny Boy, ninety ninety five. Was Thurston's criticism of Ben Hunt's performance hypocritical considering he couldn't even be reserve gave Parramatta side? No, because Thurston's also like four hundred years old. True. And like also Also they, has a few wins to his name in the Yeah, And also, yeah, was it in the same situation of like having twelve men on the field, one score down, with a good team around you that was on top. Mm. You know? Mm. No. Uh, first thing to say whatever the fuck he wants at Origin Halves. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, also all for it. We don't get enough criticism yeah, from, all for it from it too. TV pundits. Swiss right. underscore Cowboy 78. Will the delayed flight kill the Denver tests or the mid-season tests? No. What do you mean? The delayed flight's home. Oh, no. no. Clubs will use that as one of the excuses to try and kill it. Fuck them. Let it, let, yeah. it, let it build. It's, it's a good thing. TTV underscore Huddox. Did the Denver test finally shed enough light on the defensive liability as Nick Rima? <laughs> You know the Denver test shit said that? Like last year we had the World Cup. We had, um, uh, what's his name? The big fella that used to play for uh, Tigers who day Ben Murdoch-Masilla ran right through Cody Nicarima embarrassingly. And he's done, it's been happened all season. I don't think the Denver test isn't, is, you know, changing anybody's mind. Warwick Ahern. Is England bringing it home this year in the World Cup? Yes. Or will it be another round of 16 drop-off? I don't think it'll lose in a round of 16. I think, they'll, I think they'll lose, this, lose in a semi. Yeah, look, that's what I'm here for, losing a shootout in the semis. Yep. Here to fight everyone. And Warwick asks again, are you happy with all the winners from the NBA awards today? Also, who is your pick of the New Rookie class from last week's draft? Uh, I don't know. Donkic. Donkic as well. Sure, it. why not? Um, it kind of reminds me of Luka Modric. And he's good at soccer, so you can't be bad. He mm. killed Europe at a really young age. Also killed Didn't he also play game. for Real Madrid like Luka Modric does? Yeah, there you go. There but, you um, go. Yeah, I think he's going to be the best pick in Dallas. Great, he went to Dallas. Uh, and they did a good, good, good get him there as well. Uh, good move. But... Uh, Ben Winners Simmons M- won the Rookie of the Year. NBA awards today, they got it wrong without LeBron. LeBron should have been the MVP. Yeah. But, and people go, oh, you only watched the finals. No, he, he's the most valuable player. And he was actually really good this year. He was great. He, and he yeah. boosted his numbers, played all 82 for the first time. Take, take him out of the Cavs, they are a lottery team. So, get yeah. out of here. Um, Danny Boy is back again. Should the Cowboys do everything in their power to get Ponga back? How <laughs> are they going to do that? They're made, uh, they, they shouldn't have let him go. He signed up for five years at the Knights. And also, getting him back, as you say, he doesn't really come from North Queensland. He moved from New Zealand to Brisbane to North Queensland. He was a Broncos player before a Cowboy yeah. to North Queensland to Newcastle. He's got no owes nothing to the area. So it's Wayne's fault. He's not at the Broncos. No, he's before Wayne. Interesting. Before Wayne. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, everyone people doing everything they can to get him in a couple of years. And he says Tamalo is already the scariest middle in the game, but could learn a thing or two from the chosen one. <laughs> he could about defending in the middle. Learn a thing or two from I him. don't know. I didn't see Tamalolo get dragged down from behind on a runaway this yeah, week. Good point. Uh, his his step and his runaway down the left. So good. Genuinely two of the scariest things I've ever seen. Scary man. <laughs> Here we go. Danny Boy says, we'll, last, second last question. Will Slater Club form reach all-time highs after being in camp and learning from the future immortal Kalen Ponga? <laughs> can only be better. He yeah. can only improve him. Uh, and then the last question. This, one, this one's a bit of a fun one for us. Dollary Doo says, I'd like to get an oral history of the Rad Radra drop. Right. Are they, are they all from the same game? What was happening in each little clip? Is it the greatest podcast drop of all time? Uh, last question first. Yes, it is. Um, it is. Yes, they're all from the same game. Warriors versus Eels. Mm. Uh, and 
I feel like the Warriors won that game quite easily, but Rodrigo did quite a few good things. He did. He kicked the go- uh, He's absolutely buried it. He kicked the conversion from the sideline, semi yep. in that game. Yeah. Uh, so before that, have I got the other? Yes, here's the first. Okay, well, listen to this one first. The first Rodrigo drop. This is the original. Oh, no, it's semi Oh, wait, it's the same thing. What do I do? No, we're missing the other drop. I fucked up again. That's what everyone ever news. We had two drops for Rad Radra. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it came about because I said to Mitch, jokingly, you should put the ABC News drop, uh, ABC News song over the Red Radra drop, and that should be the news drop permanently. And you did. And it was a, and it was a great move. Uh, yeah, it was a very solid move. It's become the cornerstone of the podcast. Yeah. And yeah, New Zealand commentators, hilarious. Yeah, and uh, there is the one I'll send it to you back on Twitter, mate. There's one they did in the World Sevens recently that was hilarious too. Oh yes, yes, I remember you playing this. But one. Uh, but yeah, it, and then yeah, we had to find a way to keep playing it every week. It was quite popular because mm-hmm. I used to play. It for, I used to play it every para game. It just after all, we couldn't do it. But um, in the news drop, I don't know. Everyone seems to like it there. It seems to just belong. It works. And now, if you ever hear the ABC News theme again, we've ruined it for you. And also, <laughs> that's true. If you ever go on a Snoop Dogg kick, we ruined that for you as well. Yes. <laughs> yes Did you know? Yes. I only found out like a week ago that the intro music from our song is a from, on our podcast is a childish Gambino thing. Did you? Well, yeah. no, one, not many people know that because it's also a song he just featured on. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I, I know, obviously that's not really my kind of music, but I, I started listening to him and then well, it came up on here, Shuffle mate. Play and I was like, oh, I won't be here, I'll be on my honeymoon. There you go. Mm. Fuck you and your love. Okay, Rubbing so. infection Jake in my face Travoy, again. Oops, I didn't want to play that either. I'm trying, I was just trying to find the other Rad Rad to drop. I ha- yeah, you've, you've made a real meal of this. He put it on a plate there, the big semi Red Rada and Red Rada. And he was never going to mess that up, was he? And Red Rada again. Look, he, he doesn't miss those ones. And he doesn't, again, miss those Red Rada. 15-metre pass to Red Rada. There's Red Rada eyeing up the prize. Well finished off again by Red Rada. When you've got Red Rada coming through at speed like that, that is hard to defend. What about that catch from Red Rada there on that occasion? He flew high. You've got a mind like a computer. <laughs> so that was the original. That was Kevin Walters, your Queensland coach, butchering it all day. But then the Red Randra game happened like two weeks later. Mm. So everyone was like sending those into us. Mm. So that's where it came from. And we cut that up. And that's with ABC News. And that's that's probably that. And the drop of like it's hunt. Even the drop of like it's hunt, we kind of have to force it some weeks. Mm. Iconic moments of the pod. We really peeled back the other drops, but those those stay. Yeah. Those two. And, and Darius Boyd. Hang on to the questions. Well, we used to use, if you haven't listened back in season one, we used that South Forgot How to Lose. I used that about 14 times a week. Absolutely ruin people. Well, I feel side. like if we lose in a prelim or something, you're going to oh, hammer it, it like forty-three times. Yeah. And every time we talk about Adam Blair, we said we use I think it's Sam Thiday, and same thing with I think it's Adam Blair. Every time we talked about uh, Th- uh, Blair, we had a couple of we use a lot more drops then. But I just the drop board is old. And Sam slow. Thiday doesn't come up that much anymore. No, the drop board's also old and slow now. Yeah. It, it takes like, like three days to change page. Yes. I have to be like really ready. They're going to press one. It has been a Thiday like regression for the drop board. It has been. Oh, we played best prop in the world a lot as well. Back well in the day. Yeah, again. George Burgess. <laughs> it was back when Burge eyes were good. <laughs> what do you mean was? They're back. Well, back, but there was a they while. Have they have made had, a... For the majority of the podcast, they weren't very good. They have made a stunning resurgence. How about this nostalgia episode of Boom Rookies? Yeah, Talk about that good. AFL episode. Smash Dollar Dues is getting origin. Mm. The AFL episode was the Zenith. A great question from Dollar yeah. Dues, may I add? It dropped like a tons of obvious... Where it came from, where that one came from. <laughs> you didn't, it's just. Now, yeah. if you only started watching Rugby League in 2016, well, is it, I've got a story for you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Poor Mitch. Alrighty. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there with a bit of nostalgia. Mm. Go back and listen to the. Uh, what was it? Episode 54, you said? Episode 54. Game doesn't speak to me. The game that's called the yeah, July 5th, 2016. Smash it out. You'll love it. Alrighty. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Matt. Go and goodbye this week. Yeah.
early to rise Awake way before they break Meditating on the steps I take I realize there's a lot at stake So why in surprise why trying to stack cakes But I recognize that it ain't easy So I organize with my PNC From daybreak to dust dawn I stand strong for my own too Give praises to die before maneuvering through My steps toward improvements Meet up with my essay Put them up on the movements I mean things like greens, backs and such We're gonna make it happen Just the two of us huh? All heads be alive Yeah. 